0: Injured in a car accident, we cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyer up 904. Jacksonville.
1: I Attention! you. I you. They are not ready for prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. That's the name. Prime time. Prime time. What time is it? Showtime, prime time. It's XL prime time. Featuring Joe C., Dang it. Matt Hayes.
2: I'm not running over the Barnett Tower and heaving myself
1: off it. Mia O'Brien.
3: One of those bugs just flew in my head.
1: Yeah, and Leon Searcy.
3: Keep everything above the now?
4: Super Bowl Sunday. It's coming. Friday is here. Yes, you got, I'm thinking party plans, big spreads. Got I don't know square games and prop bets all over the place. Seems like every uh, watering hole I walk into, it's got the uh, square game working. And uh, yeah, I have uh, I've laid some 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 dinero down on those square games. We got prop bets that we will get you in on a little bit later on, you nooners. As we say hello to the XL Primetime crew out there, and the the spread has not moved very much. We're gonna talk a bunch about this game. And who we think might be the MVP, who we think might be the star, all of that stuff as we get rolling. Now, you had the Hall of Fame announcement last night. That certainly has drawn some headlines. You got a little college football that's out there with the Oklahoma and Texas exit out of the Big 12 that we will definitely dig in on but uh, it's it's a couple days before the game it's friday uh and i i look at you all every single day i'm like all right have you changed your mind have you changed your mind i think pretty much everyone's kind of nailed down who they're going with in this game be it chiefs be it eagles uh and we're going to say hello in about 10 minutes to uh one of our men men that we used to have on friday a flint friday uh we got to get him on before he boards the big bird uh give us the sound thank you before he uh, boards the plane to head out to the desert and watch uh, G. Gardner and the rest of that company uh, take well, on the
3: Chiefs. Well, here's the thing, Joe. This time right now for a player is probably the worst time mm-hmm. before the game because you got two days before you play the game, mm-hmm. and you've got all this nervous energy, and you're you're not going out anywhere. You're not hanging out with anybody. You're not hanging with family. You probably distance yourself from any kind of distractions. Right. So you got a lot of free time on your hands watch film, you work out, you practice and all that kind of stuff, but then you're in your hotel room and you try to visualize yourself playing well, mm-hmm. making plays, doing the right things or whatever. And you gotta somehow be able to harness that energy and not give it away. Because yeah. you're gonna need it. Right. You're going for the eight hours you're gonna be in the game, playing the game of, of football and to win the ultimate prize, which is the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I, I always remember for myself, this was the hardest time because you're just in your you're in your room, you're by yourself, and you're thinking. And your your thoughts can right. play tricks on you. It can <laughs> trick you well, it can trick you the wrong way. So you, you've got to be able to differentiate yourself between the time you have and the time you waste while you wait for the next 48 hours to actually play probably in the biggest game that you've played in your whole career.
4: It, it's a good, you, know, you think about it because it can become enormous in, a, in, a, in an individual's mind. It really can. And this game has all the markings and makings uh, of being uh, one of the better Super Bowls that we've seen in a while because we're talking about firepower on both sides. They threw the stat out. Both of them have 16 wins. Both of them have scored the identical number of points, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. And both of them have high-powered offenses. Both of them have seen rising up performers on both teams. Jalen Hurts being, you know, the biggest story on the Philadelphia side. And then Mahomes coming back from the ankle sprain and what Travis Kelsey has been doing. We've got so much. And I – I feel like we're going to see a high-scoring
2: game that's going to give us a lot of fire. See, I was just getting ready to say, I think we might see a little defensive struggle. You think more defense, huh? Well, I think the Eagles' defense is fantastic, and the Chiefs' defense is a lot better than people think it is. Yeah, not, they they don't get enough credit. I wouldn't be shocked at all if it's like – I don't know if it's to the point of the, <clears throat> of the Rams' Super Bowl win, but mm-hmm. – would I be shocked with the twenty seventeen? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all.
4: All right, so start hitting us on the text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosure, six four one ten ten. Just some thoughts, predictions, whatever it is, who you got, but then also, more than anything else, what do you got for the game? What do you got food-wise, party-wise, drink-wise, bet-wise, whatever it might be, jump in on that. You can hit the text line,
3: 641 <clears> See, See, man, I think the, the, the key to the game, although I do believe there's going to be a defensive struggle. But I, I think the key to the game for me, because I'm, I'm going with the Eagles a little bit in this because their ability to run the ball a little better, mm-hmm. is how many possessions can you steal from Patrick Mahomes? Right. How many times can you keep him from getting the ball and having to go and score points and all that kind of stuff? And I think that the Eagles, offensively, the way they run the ball and attack you with the running game, can actually do that by moving the chains, you know, uh, moving the chains, getting first, all the, that, that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm thinking that the Eagles – Game plan going in here is that we're going to run the ball, we're going to steal possessions, we're going to control the, the time of possession and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. It's kind of like Tyson, though. Everybody has a plan to get Patrick hey, that's, true. that's true. That's true. You've got to have a plan.
4: But I like that. You've got to yeah, keep I it. Agree with, Still I agree with your concept. Yeah. But
2: it's, uh, doing it is, is very, yeah. difficult. very difficult. Very difficult. Who yeah. do
5: you think has more pressure? The Chiefs? Because we keep talking about that one and two record that Patrick Mahomes, if they lose... Could carry, Mm -hmm. and many would question, his legacy. Is he actually able to step up in the winning moment? Was it Tyreek Hill? Is it somebody else that led to that win a few years ago in the Super Bowl? Or is it the Eagles? Because let's be real, Leon, that front four with the 70-plus sacks, most of them are free agents after this year. True.
3: I I think the Chiefs got the most pressure because everybody's talking about dynasty. I mean, they're not talking about dynasty when it comes to the Eagles. I mean, they're, they're talking that Patrick Mahomes, this is what, his third Super Bowl? He's won and one in mm-hmm. Super Bowls. They're talking about him building a dynasty and moving forward. And all the, all the attention that's been laid on him, the fact that he won MVP as well. He right. won MVP last night as well. Without Ty, Tyreek Hill, everybody thought that the whole, the whole kingdom was going to crumble when mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill left and went to Miami. And Patrick Mahomes, what, threw for 5,200 yards. And 41 touchdowns. Yeah, it was, you know, so I think the pressure's maybe on them. best season. Best yeah. season, absolutely. So I think the pressure's with, more yeah. on Kansas City to get it done than it is for the Eagles to win on Sunday.
4: You might be right. and But, you know, it's so funny. When you said dynasty, I, I had to crack up just a little bit uh, watching the coverage this morning, and it was the get-up crew. And, look, they, they, uh, you know, they, they know a hell of a lot about football. But someone says, let's just go ahead producer, or whatever, let's go ahead and put this comment up there. If the Eagles win, uh, is it a dynasty in the making? And I'm thinking to myself, what? What? If they win, it's just getting started, okay? Yeah, you got one five years ago, but this is an entirely different crew, coach, quarterback. Uh, like Mia just said, guys are coming and going as far as contracts expiring. I mean if we're going to talk about a dynasty, we might do what Leon just said, with Mahomes having won his second ring if they, if they end up winning this. Didn't the boy. Eagles
6: lose in the first round of the playoffs last yeah, year? Yeah, they got horribly. It's like, yeah. no. They got mud stomped.
5: But yeah. how short is like, – let's talk windows then. Let's talk windows. Because this, this Eagles team is a very different Eagles team that than played in the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl five years ago. Jalen Hurts is only in the fourth year – third year, excuse me of his tenure in the National Football League. But like I just alluded to, you're losing so many of those guys on the defensive side of the ball that are pending free agents. So my question is, whose window is shorter right now? Who has the hot seat when it comes to you need to win this one?
4: Mm. It's so funny because you can attack it from a bunch of different angles. You know, Reed's 64, okay? He's going to be one of the older head coaches if he wins. So you could say, how long are you going to keep coaching? Uh, Mahomes, knowing that his career at the very least is a little bit you know, he's more into it than Jalen Hurts. I feel like their window, just from those two, and I, it's far from closing, by the way.
3: I, I think Kansas City has to win it because I remember I remember the greatest show on turf. I remember when they came out with all the weapons that they had offensively, mm-hmm. everybody thought that for the next four to five years, they were just going to run the table in the Super Bowl because yep. they beat the Titans in the Super Bowl. and Everybody's like, oh, they, year after year after year, they're just going to win. And I think Kansas City, if they don't win this Super Bowl – they're going to be going down that long trail of the biggest show on turf as, mm-hmm. yeah, they've got all the high-wire acts. They've got all the firepower. But when it comes to the big game, they get lost in the shuffle. That,
4: that, by the way, that was a classic best defense versus best offense mm-hmm. game. And the, the officials let Ty Law and company beat the hell out of oh my God. And Isaac Bruce, they, mm-hmm. just, they, a,
3: they just let it happen. My fondest memory of that Super Bowl is Willie McGinnis standing up. And what's his name? Torrey Holt in the yeah. slot. And he just pounds him when he comes. I mean, literally knocks him off his feet when he's coming out of his route. I mean, that's what they thats what they did. They, they, they pounded the slot receiver uh. before he even rushed up the field first. So it, it, the thing is, is w-
2: what if they do that
3: Sunday? What if they
2: allow them it, it really, to get physical? It, it could have. who, it, does that, who does that, Who's the advantage? That's, I think that's the Eagles' advantage. Ha- you'd have to say that. Yeah. You definitely have to say that. Because, they, because have, they have the receivers that can deal with it, number yeah. one. And number two. Patrick doesn't. Yeah. Patrick's got a bunch of guys that who knows what, what it's going to be by the second and third quarter. Well, the other thing is is the, the running backs, they got a battery
4: of running backs too. I mean, they got a stable, full, that can just pound, pound, pound. Miles Sanders being the biggest. Jalen running himself because Mahomes will, will run to throw. But Jalen Hurts is a runner just as much as he is a thrower. And then you've got Gamewell, Scott. You can go down the line with those guys that are in the backfield. So, And, and how about this number? Let's just at least throw a, a saucy nugget before we dial up Flint Sloan. Because if you look at what the Eagles have done, to Leon's point, they are a machine when it comes to running the football. They come into the Super Bowl with a single-season NFL record 39 rushing touchdowns. What is it, 13 from Jalen Hurst? 39 rushing touchdowns. They could become the fourth team since 1990 to lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns and win the Super Bowl. Saucy nugs. Can you think of any of those other ones that did it? since 1990 Cow- Cowboys, Cowboys got to be on the Uh yeah. Dallas is definitely one of them. They won Super Bowl 30 by, you know, Emmitt and Company, yep. you know, he was leading the show. Mm. And then it was right around that same time, a little bit later <clears> on, <throat> uh, 8 years later, but it was Terrell Davis, mm, you know, right, running yeah, right, running like right, the wind. Right. Uh and then go back to it looks like um uh, Super Bowl twenty six, Washington. So that probably would have been what mm-hmm. John Riggins, right? Does that yeah. sound right? Yeah, that yeah. probably would have yeah. been since since nineteen ninety. So yeah, they they definitely they've got it going on right now, recipe wise, rushing the football, and that does include Jalen Hurts.
1: No. <laughs> Another interview on the Farrah and Farah phone line Brought to you by the accident attorneys at Farrah and Farrah
5: Well, well, well Let's say hello to an old friend Flint Minshew joining us on the Farrah and Farah phone line Live from, are we in the tarmac or are we in the terminal right now, Flint?
7: Uh, we're in the terminal right now
5: Alright, headed out to the Super Bowl to watch G and the rest of the Eagles Take on the Chiefs in this Sunday's Super Bowl yeah. How we feeling? Yeah.
7: Oh, doing good, you know, kind of, it's it's been hectic, because there's a lot of stuff, you know, on the front end, like you get these bus passes, and you got so many tickets, and then who gets a room, and then they got, like, one of my daughters is flying out of Philadelphia on the friends and family flight, so I'm just glad to get to this day so I can go out there and have a cocktail and enjoy myself.
4: Yeah, once the wheels are down, uh, Flint will be up. That's basically what will be happening. We're talking with Flint Minshew. And, and Flint, I, I, it's got to be a little bit of a circus atmosphere, but can you just describe the playoff run and what it's been like, you know, just to be around the team and, and know that, uh, you know, th- this thing is, you know, they've taken it to the Super Bowl?
7: Uh, I tell you, Phillies are, uh, you know, they're renowned for a sports town. And, it's, uh, and, and let me tell you, it's lived up to it. Those guys are crazy. You know, and they had a great run with the uh, baseball team, and then uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they weren't letting people into tailgate, and they had a lacrosse game going on in the stadium next door, so everybody bought lacrosse tickets so they could go in and tailgate early. I mean, that's just kind of the place it is.
3: Now, Flynn, is is Gardner is he enjoying the Super Bowl atmosphere? Has he, have he talked anything about? Free agency this year or is he just locked in into the Super Bowl right now
7: no I think he's locked in you know uh his agent is, is actually in Scottsdale um his agent is actually Dave Butts' mm-hmm. son if y'all remember Dave Butts played for the oh, yeah. Washington Redskins yeah. mm-hmm. and uh he did so I know there's been some light discussions but you know that won't really kick off until, until after the season I know he's focused on get having himself ready and then doing whatever he can to help have the team ready.
2: Hey, Flint, what have you gleaned from just the way the Eagles organization carries itself and why it's put itself in position right now to, again, be back at the elite level of the sport and playing for it all?
7: Well, I tell you, it's funny. I was talking to somebody about this last week, and I'm like, I don't know if anybody should argue that they had the best offseason that you've seen a team have. I mean, they hit on A.J. Brown, um, the guy that played at Virginia Tech that was at Carolina, Hassan Raddick. Man, my God, what a pickup with that. And yeah. then, you know, they hit on Devonte last year in the draft. And then, uh, and then what they've done with Jalen from last year to this year has been great. And didn't throw in yet. I mean, literally, I, I don't know if anybody could argue that they don't have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. So this is kind of hit like a perfect storm.
5: Catching up with Flint Minshew on the Farron Farah phone line, Flint. As far as Jalen Hurts and Gardner's relationship goes, how have you seen not only Gardner grow alongside Jalen, but then Jalen Hurts grow, and what is their relationship like?
7: Oh, uh, you know, that, that's a little bit of a separation there because they're out there in the off season. I know Jalen did a lot of work and cleaned up his um, his throwing motion, and uh, which helped him a lot. And then uh, Eagles have done a good job, you know working around Jalen's uh, strength. And then uh, – but the, I tell you, they've done a good job with Gardner, too. They give him – he gets a ton of reps. And um, so I, I think it's been good for both of them. I think, you know, I know they – you know, having a – there's never been a competition there, but just out there. And you know how Gardner's going to work every day, and I'm sure that's helped Jalen. And I know Jalen getting better and better has helped Gardner.
4: Yeah, it really is something else. And, and you know, Flint, I, I've been wrong so many times, I, I can't keep count, but uh, Jalen Hurts was a guy that I, I probably was more of a bet, a bet against versus, you know, bet on. And his, mm-hmm. and especially after the playoffs last year, Flint, his season has been incredible.
7: Yeah, yeah, no, they, like I said, they've done a good job of, you know, doing what, what works. I don't, you know, a lot of times people – Get further and further along, and they try to overcomplicate things. And I think the Eagles have done a good job saying, "Hey, we're we're good at this, and this is what we're rolling with."
2: So, Flynn, I don't I don't think we're going to be losing any leverage power here. But is it Gardner's preference you think to stay with the Eagles?
7: Oh hell no! I mean, y'all know better than that. Yeah. I can't even believe you would ask that question. <laughs> uh,
2: All right, so then, then, so then the next question please, obviously the next question yeah. obviously is where.
7: Well, I mean, you know, wherever that he can go. To compete for a starting job, I mean that that you know, in, in somewhere that fits an organization that's committed to getting better, and um, you know, the coaching situation. That, there's a lot that will shake out, but um, you know, I, I don't know about y'all, but I've seen a lot of. And I won't say what I really want to say. I've seen a lot of really bad quarterback <laughs> play in yes.
3: the last. See, years. that's why I asked you. <laughs> Now, Flint, with my experience – And, you know, I
7: I wouldn't care what people would say. You go look at Gardner's number on literally a horrible Jacksonville team. Now, we love Jacksonville and all, but, you know, truth be told, that second year they were, you know, one of the worst defenses in NFL history.
3: Now, Flint, with my experience of going to a Super Bowl and playing in the Super Bowl, here's some advice. Get your room near the pool, spa, and bar.
7: Hey, so let me tell you. Thank goodness his agent lives out there, and he's got an awesome setup with the pool and everything else. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking your advice on that, except for I'm doing it on the cheap.
5: <laughs> well, I have to ask, too, Flint, uh, it's not just the Super Bowl that's going down in Phoenix this weekend. You also got the Waste Management open, which I know a lot of people say is truly – the party of the year on the tour. I know you and your family enjoyed the Players' Championship, which is a party in and of itself here. Did you guys get some tickets out to the golf as well, or is it going to be just football and celebration?
7: So, I'm not going to try. I went, I was actually there 15 years ago for the Super Bowl, uh, you know, when the Giants beat the Patriots out there. And uh, I went to the Waste Management, and it was a scene. I was on that par three. I just, I have some friends in Scottsdale. I did, you know, my daughters let me know this week that they would like to go, and I'm like, well, you know, I've got to make a couple calls on that. Um, but they're, they're going to go. I, I don't wanna, I just don't want to fight the crowd. Um, I just want to get out here and kind of enjoy myself and uh, watch some ball. All
4: right. Uh, give us a thought, uh, a prediction before you uh, get ready to board the plane. Uh, how do you think it plays out? What do you think the score will be?
7: So, I'm not very good at, at, at scores and all that. I, you know, I, obviously, KC's going to score, and I think we'll score. Uh, I think we are healthier right now than Kansas City. You know, if, um, if we can get after Mahomes a little bit, he's not as, as mobile. You know, I, I think it's two really – I do think the AFC is a, is a conference is better than the NFC this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I would say it could be come down to, a, you know, a pick here or a fumble there or, you know, or even if you get something crazy like a block punt, I mean, I think it could be that close.
4: Yeah, I, I hope we I hope we're treated to a great one. That's for sure. Listen, uh, have fun out there, soak it up. I know you will. You're built that way. Uh, and, and before you go, is Gardner planning on coming back here in the off season and working out?
7: Absolutely. So okay. he'll go down to Naples for a couple of weeks, and then his trainer mm-hmm. and Gardner are going to move their whole off season back to Jacksonville to be with Denny. I love Thompson it. Nice. at, at uh, six points. Nice. I love it. I, love
8: what, what
5: I have to ask.
7: And then last year, Denny would come down to Naples twice right. a week. Mm-hmm. to work with Gardner, and I, I think they both just – and I think there's more NFL guys there in Jacksonville than there is in Naples. And so um, I think they just decided this year to make that move, and they'll, he'll be there until, uh, you know, I guess, uh, OTAs. That's and, awesome.
8: and
5: where is the RV, may I ask, or should I say the uh, that, the mobile home? Oh, uh,
7: so as of right now, it's still at the Philadelphia uh, facility. They, he's got it parked there uh, all season. And uh, although he lives, you know, he doesn't live in it during the season, but he uh, – and, and I think he's donated it to a charity for an auction.
4: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, dude, hopefully we will see you down here uh, when he comes down in the off season, and, and, and hopefully get together.
7: We're going to try to make that TPC. That was a – that that wasn't a bad place to be if I remember. Remember we shut the world down.
8: Oh, yeah. A here couple I years did.
7: Ago yeah. And all that was going on, right, when that first yeah. day of that tournament.
4: Yeah, it was nuts. It really was.
7: All right, make, we
4: will be out there, so we'll make sure that we get you set up.
7: Hey, and congrats to you guys, man. Jags, uh, you know, I dare say Doug Peterson was a was a pretty good hire and, and, you know, could have been up there for Coach of the Year, really, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, boy, what a great turnaround. Love to see that for Jacksonville and the fans.
4: Yeah, it was fun for sure. All right, soak it up. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, thank you all. I appreciate it. Flint Minshew, that's just, you know, honestly, <laughs> it, it, the fact that 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 – they're in a position where he will go into the offseason and have a chance, Gardner will, and we'll we'll go through the list of quarterbacks next week. Oh, my gosh, there's so Mm. many of them. I just gave him that softball, man. You
5: really did. I hate to say it, but did I tell you guys what uh, the quarterback whisperer told me? He told me almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. He and uh, Gardner sat down, and they're they're talking about it, and he said to him, he goes, I'm going to give you two options. You can go somewhere and be a backup, a three-year, $23 million deal, life-changing money. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a one-year, compete for a starting role, Jameis Winston to the Saints, one or two million dollar deal. Which of the two yeah. are you taking?
4: Yeah. that. And you all compete. know yeah, which yeah. one he took. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, honestly, like I said, my opinion of Jalen Hurts changed from the beginning of the year to, to the end of the year.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he he's making – listen, Gardner – like his daddy said, pops, pops was posturing for free agency. He was like, "There's no way in the yeah, hell he was. He's going. He was absolutely. He, he, was. he said the correct thing. No, mm-hmm. you don't give you don't give the the franchise the the, the comfortable ability of saying, uh, well, you know, I'm I'm comfortable here because they'll never pay you. No, they, they'll never pay you. So I mean, he's letting them know, even though you're in the Super Bowl and, and the, he's not going to be a distraction that. I'm looking to go somewhere else if I don't get the proper dibs here. Yeah. And he wants to go somewhere else and compete, so good for him. I didn't want to
2: hear, like, yeah, the Eagles been good to us. No,
3: nah, nah, hell with nah, that. No, no, no.
2: All right. It is a big hair, heavy
4: metal Friday, but we're going to kind of change it up just a little bit. You can certainly send in your suggestions to JJ, the DJ. Hit the text line; is on by Lifetime Enclosure ten ten Little metal, little big hair, but also we've got Welcome to Rockville tickets. So we'll go through some of the that roster of talent. We'll throw some of them out, but you've got to be listening because you've got a chance to win to win Welcome to Rockville tickets. We'll give you all the details of that coming up. And then any, any any song you can think of, rock and roll, of course, that ties to the Super Bowl, you can hit us with that as well. It's XL Prime Time. Living.
1: a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime.
5: Alice Cooper, among the acts, expected at Welcome to Rockville later this year, which you can win some tickets to here on the one, the only XL Primetime on a beautiful Friday in Duval County. Thanks for joining us, and thanks to all of the nooners on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures, sounding off with their big hair, heavy metal Friday song suggestions. DJ JJ going to keep tabs on those, and you're also going to give away a pair of tickets. Isn't that right, JJ? Yes.
6: General admission tickets to Welcome to Rockville on the weekend of May the 18th at Daytona International Speedway. If you are caller number four right now at six four I'll hook you up with a pair of tickets.
5: Caller number four. Love to hear that. You also love to see this before we pivot back to the Super Bowl and the prop bets that we're going to have cooking here on a lovely Friday. Uh, Jamal Agnew. Jaguar wide receiver, pro bowler, return man extraordinaire, tweeted two hours ago, no disrespect to Brian Dable, but Dougie P got snubbed. That, of course, is on the heels of last night's AP Coach of the Year announcement in which Brian Dable of the New York Football Giants won in resounding fashion. Doug Peterson coming in fifth in the voting. A lot of folks not too happy about that. However, Jamal just quote tweeted it about 25 minutes ago and said, on a lighter note, it's T-minus five days until they hashtag Free Ridley.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is good because he'll become uh, part of the Jaguars next week. At least everyone thinks that that's the way it's going to go, and uh, it'll be awesome to see this guy get in the building, start doing whatever it is that he plans with them to do in the offseason uh, and become a bigger, bigger chunk of this offense, which is what everyone's expecting him to be. Uh, the fact that Brian Dable wins coach of the year, I got no problem with that. I don't agree with it, but I got no problem with it. The fact that Dougie Fresh, as you call him, and we found out that, I mean, Amon Green and all of them called yeah. him that back in the day, that he was that far down in the vote, that's ridiculous.
3: Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I mean, listen, it's worse than the Oscar stubb, in my opinion, all right? Because, listen, if, you, if it was a best pitcher not, who would be a best pitcher than, than Jacksonville? Two-time losers, back-to-back number one picks overall. Yeah. Dougie Fresh comes in here, free agents, draft picks, changes the culture here. What we went through two and one, five straight, losing, and then the comebacks. Come on, the comebacks alone. Well, well, The comebacks against the Raiders, the Cowboys, all those comebacks, those great, the Ravens. I mean, all those great comebacks, the drama that, that was Jacksonville in the division, in the, uh, in the Titans game, last mm-hmm. game in the season, the way we won, and then 27 nothing down, yeah. and the comeback to win that divisional game. If, you, if you're sitting in a movie theater and you want to watch something, I think Jacksonville mm-hmm. – what we'll be the movie to watch.
4: It was a damn good script. It, it really, It was. A really damn was.
3: Good First script. ever
5: team to go yeah. from Thank number you. one overall pick to winning a back playoff to
3: back game. Absolutely. Yeah. Back yeah. to
2: back. Worst team in the NFL. Yeah. And, and honestly, it wasn't really close. They were the worst team. Worse. Yes. It was a New York award is what it was. It
4: was. That's that's exactly what it was. Uh, and it's a slap uh, at, at little old Duval, Calford, however you want to look at it. But that's basically what it boiled down to. Uh Look, you can look at all the other storylines. Pat Mahomes deserving of the MVP, one hundred percent. But when you, you could easily debate the job that some of these guys did, and maybe it was as simple as this team did have the former number one pick and Trevor, and that team had a had a you know a Danny Jones that had been beaten up. Maybe that's the overlying uh, factor, or that that
2: ultimately led them to vote for him versus versus. Danny. I'm actually shocked Jalen didn't win the MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean he, he I mean he had a fantastic year. Rushing, throwing, leading. I mean, that team was fantastic. Yeah, but injury.
8: I
5: think if not for the injury, yeah. I think he went yeah, Because he was leading. He
2: two games.
5: I yeah. agree. It wasn't that much. Yeah, but but it, that was enough for Mahomes to creep his way back into the conversation. Yeah, I really
4: think that's what it boiled yeah, down to, honestly, is that that guy it was kills. not – I'm not going to say destined, <clears throat> but he was riding at the top of the MVP race and had done really some special things. Like we said, look at the rushing touchdowns that he had. We're talking really – Really good stuff from him, but Mahomes just kind of lit it on fire at the end. He by, really did.
5: By the way, I do want to make a correction. Thank mm-hmm. you to thirty one thirty seven on the text line. I just figured it out myself. Um, Doug Peterson was fifth in terms of first place votes, so mm-hmm. a little misinformation there on the timeline. He only got five first place votes, but he did finish third in the overall yeah, voting. And, but, but he
2: was fifth in first place votes. Yes. Yeah, I, that's
5: yeah, just- and wait, wait, wait. You want to hear? Wait, wait, wait. You want to hear this full listing of first place votes? Brian Dayball got sixteen. Kyle Shanahan got 12. Sean McDermott got seven. Nick Sirianni got six. Doug got five. Andy Reid got two. Dan Campbell won. Kevin O'Connell won. John Shipley, our good friend from Sports Illustrated, pointed out, why didn't Pete Carroll get a single
8: vote? Yeah, because he's the one who did
2: something
5: special He's the one who worked a miracle. Exactly.
2: If Agnew catches that ball and they go in, they get a stop, and they win the game. Where is he then? The game? voting is
6: before. It, it the, happened. The, the, it's a regular season award, folks. So, and, like, you can be upset that Dayball won, but he had a better record, and he beat Doug Peterson in yeah. the regular season. Yeah. It's yeah. simple and, as that. And, and,
4: heck, that that right there probably, uh, if they're just kind just of, of, like, whittling it down. Probably working with a little more, yeah. too. Yeah. And,
6: uh, well, one has a great quarterback, and one had Daniel Jones. Right,
4: yeah. Danny, the, the reclamation project that was Danny, for my money, is probably what got it done more than anything else. But to JJ's point, he came down here and Danny ran all over him, uh, unfortunately. That was one Danny, of the wasn't worst things. Danny games. the number six overall pick? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
5: Ahead right. of Josh Allen.
4: Well, yeah, but it had been given up on. Let's let's be real here. I mean, you they didn't pick
2: up his fifth year option. Yeah, that's exactly. the reason they're going to have exactly. to pay I him. I got news for you. Have to pay him now. I got news for you. There were some people giving up on I don't 16
6: think they after are last pay year, too, him now. too. You
8: know? Who, Daniel uh, Jones? I don't think these are going to the No, dude. So that's
5: the wild part. Like reading up on my homeland up in the Northeast, apparently. They're going to pay Daniel Jones, but they may let Saquon walk.
4: Mm-hmm. And and you have to look at it yeah. from a positional point of view, and it, it may not always make sense. I think Daniel sense. Jones
5: is Daniel Jones this year because he had Saquon, a healthy Saquon, which mm-hmm. I understand we haven't been able to say very often in the last four years. Yeah,
4: and and is Saquon a better player than than Daniel Jones? Heck yeah. yeah. But it's the position importance. That's what everyone – and this is like the conversation we just had with Flint. You start looking at it, and we will do this next week. You start looking at the number of quarterback teams teams with quarterback questions, it's a big list, a bigger list than probably people realize. By the way,
5: the Giants are picking right after the Jaguars at 25th overall, Mm -hmm. uh, 26th if you want to count the Miami pick where it is, Mm -hmm. uh, but it has obviously been forfeited. I wouldn't be surprised if they go quarterback. I think they have a lot of needs, but I don't know. Let's say a certain Anthony Richardson is falling.
4: Yeah, just as far as who – Do they
5: pull a Jordan Love? Do they draft the successor and then sign Daniel Jones, you know? or will have already signed Daniel Jones, presumably, to a two- or a three-year deal.
4: Well, using Jordan Love as an example might be a good one because that may be ending, ending up the way Anthony Richardson is. Just sit, 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 and then when he gets up, he disappoints. Who knows? Who knows whether he'll do wow. that, wow. uh, that that good. Strong fighting words. That's, yeah. that's,
2: some, that's some bitter orange and blue coming through right no. there. That
4: is. Uh, do you think he's going to be a, a success or a fail?
2: Uh, I think it's, I think he's got a long red ahead of him.
4: Yeah, that's all I'm saying. This is not bitter, honestly. Still this a little bitter, just, orange and blue. No, no, no. He, uh, the hype that he's got—is it deserved or not? It ain't deserved. It, so that, for,
2: well, that, physically, yeah, it's deserved. But as far as what's played out on the field, yeah. No, no, I mean, that's that's deserved. my only
4: only reason for saying that. that definitely, no no bitterness. I, my bitterness is uh, directed at Billy Napier, not at Anthony
0: Richardson.
1: No another interview on the Farah and Farrah phone line brought to you by the accident attorneys at Farrah and Farrah
3: we want to welcome in today uh, my cigar partner It uh Pittsburgh still a great two-time Super Bowl champion Ike Taylor what's going on brother
9: sirs how you, are doing? you doing baby man I'm doing man I appreciate you, you coming hell, on the show
3: man appreciate it. how are no no you getting um how you getting prepared for the Super Bowl this weekend
9: Man, that's a good question. I'm trying to see if I want to go out and watch the game or actually do something at the house and watch the game. So that, it's up in the air with me right now.
3: Okay. All right. You have that luxury. Most of us don't have that
9: luxury. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it. <laughs> I can say, saying I can go wheels up yeah, whenever can, I want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and,
4: and get there. But when you look at the matchup, like, and, and you know, you start on the defensive side, as Leon just laid out, you know, you've been in this game and won this game, conquered it. Um, what do you see in this matchup that kind of just kind of pops for you? Uh,
9: D-line versus O-line. Mm-hmm. So can Kansas City offensive line uh, contain or stop the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line? And can uh, KC D-line match the intensity in the plays that the Philadelphia Eagles D-line going to match against Kansas City O-line? So me, I'm just looking at the D-line. O-line matchup, and I know I'm talking that good turkey with Sears because that's right in his alley, but <laughs> as far as like quarterback to quarterback, we all know how magical Patrick Mahomes is, but at the same time, you got a guy, a young man named Jalen Hurts, and he's been doing a lot of magic, not only you know for the Philadelphia Eagles, but for that city as well, so it's going to be a hell of a matchup, but that's if you ask me that question, that's my answer. It's the O-line and D-line on both sides.
3: Man, I I can appreciate that, but I was just talking about that earlier. I think the key to the game is how many possessions can you steal away from Patrick Mahomes, how how the uh, Eagles' offensive line or their running game can control the line of scrimmage, get first downs, move the chains, and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. But we all know at some particular point he's going to hit the field. Is it going to be a situation that you think that Patrick Mahomes is going to put up so many points that, the Eagles might get blindsided and have to abandon ship and kind of go toe to toe for them as far as points being
9: scored. Nah, because 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 Jalen Jalen back in Alabama, Jalen Hurts back in Alabama. What I mean by that, he got three All Pro Pro Bowl offensive linemen. So the Philadelphia right. Eagles got you know the number one offensive line. What did he have at the time when he was in Alabama? Probably had the best offensive line in the country. Okay, let's go on the outside. We're we'll going outside. We got two thousand yard receivers. Okay, what Jalen Brown got me, Jalen Hurst got right now. Jalen got two thousand yard receivers. Same thing he had Alabama. All right, then when well, let's talk about running backs. You know, he did have King Henry at one time, but he got a, a young stud and Miles Sanders. He's a thousand yard running back. So Jalen got everything you looking for. He's back at Alabama and that's what I mean when I say that. So now he now now they put that they gave him what he had at Alabama to be successful. And it's no coincidence why he's successful now. Now Jaden Jalen is the jingle piece when it comes to all this, because when he was out, they lost a few games. So that's letting you know how special the young man is. But at the same time, man, he just built for it. Because every, everything he didn't, everything you wanted an athlete to go through, he didn't went through. He didn't been at the top, got benched, came back, didn't talk about it, went to the SEC game in the following year. tour got hurt, wind up, wind up winning the SEC championship, goes to Oklahoma, transfers to Oklahoma, get to Oklahoma, Wind up almost winning the Heisman. So everywhere he go, he's been through some kind of adversity, but he always overcame that. That's what you gotta love about Jalen. Now, fast forward to Patrick Mahomes, Pete Mahomes. He had some struggles, not struggles, but he bounced around a few times in college. But his arm, his tenacity, his his will, his drive, um, and just seeing what he did on one leg a couple of weeks ago, that kind of that kind of verified exactly. Who Patrick Mahomes is. So you, as a player from a player, you always check and see, man, how a guy gonna play during adversity when they don't have everything uh, that they need. And on both sides, both of them overcame adversity. So, but I just more, I just think more often a better team. Jalen has a better team overall on the offense and defensive side.
5: Two-time Super Bowl winner, 12-year Pittsburgh Steeler corner, Ike Taylor, joining us on the Fair and Fair phone line. Ike, let's flip it on over to the defensive side of the ball. The Chiefs secondary, obviously pretty young, a couple of rookies, in fact, starting for them at the corner and the safety position. But that Eagles corner tandem, and even if you want to throw Chauncey Gardner-Johnson as well out there, how would you evaluate what level they're playing at and maybe are they actually getting enough love for what they've been able to do this year?
9: They ain't ain't get enough love, but that's exactly what they want. They want to fly under the radar when it comes out to that secondary, you know. Because Gardner Johnson, he wound up having, what, six interceptions this year? So he left the Saints. uh, Left the Saints. Saints let him go. And what I thought Philly was missing last year was personality in the secondary. And that's exactly what Gardner Johnson brings to that Philadelphia Eagles uh, defense on the secondary side. He brings that personality, you know. So, (laughs) Now they didn't nip that in the bud, but on the on the flip side, you know, when you got a, a coach like Andy Reid and you got two young rookies who who get in the game, the first thing we the first thing we're thinking is, can they handle the pressure? Well, well, the atmosphere that Andy Reid brings to all his players, it's a soothing, relaxing, uh the moment is never too big for us kind of atmosphere. And that starts in training camp. So when they get on the field, they wind up still in the game with a tip ball and the interception. So, you got to tip your hat to Coach Andy Reid. So, on, on both sides, they, they they got a little something to them. But I think on the Philadelphia Eagles side, when they acquired uh, Gardner Johnson, man, he just bought that personality, what I thought there was lacking, the year before. Now, on the flip side to the Kansas City Chiefs defense, when you got a, a Hall of Fame coach like Andy Reid, he just knows, knows how to evaluate and situationally-wise, make everything good, whether you're a rookie or 12-year vet.
2: So, like, I, I want to get your thoughts on something we were talking about earlier in the show. Uh, if the Chiefs can't win, if the Eagles win this game, do the Chiefs become kind of this modern-day version of the St. Louis Rams where the offense is just – it clicked once and won a title, and then it's just just a lot of numbers?
9: Nah, because you got Andy Reid. As long as Andy Reid is the head coach, you will always have a chance. As long as Patrick Mahomes is under center, you're going to always have a chance. That's two magical people. So you put two magical people in one organization, that's what you're saying. You're saying – Super Bowls, three Super Bowls in five years. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, it's not, it's not a coincidence. They just got to win more Super Bowls and get to the Super Bowl. So that's that's how I look at this situation statistically. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he checked off every box you can check off when it came down to losing Cheetah. Everybody wanted to know how Patrick Mahomes <laughs> was going to do when he lost Cheetah, the fastest man in the NFL. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna wind up having some okay receivers, but all my receivers gonna wind up having. More than fifteen to twenty receptions this year. Y'all know my go-to guy when I'm in time of need, and that's Travis Kelsey. And every time Travis Kelsey, you feel like it's wide open, he's gonna wind up, you know, because they got that relationship. He's gonna wind up being wide open. That's his safety valve. Okay, well, who's called the calls? Either Eric Enemy or Coach Andy Reid. So it's just, it's just when you have a Andy Reid on your team, and when you have a Patrick Mahomes, they always gonna be in content to to, to at least go or win a Super Bowl.
3: Nah, I'm I'm I'm. I'm I'm gonna go Dig LeBeau on you now. What would Dig LeBeau do against this Kansas City Chief team? Well, what, what 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 kind of defense would he suffice in order to stop the weapons
9: they they have available? Uh, we'll be we we'll, we'll we'll be super super aggressive. That first that first that first series uh on Kansas City gonna tell you everything the defense coordinator for the Kansas, for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles State. So I know Dicky. Dickey would have wanted to go uh, super aggressive, put a fly pressure. That's how Dicky want to go. And Dicky would, Dicky would, Dickie's game plan would be make Patrick Mahomes roll to his left and throw to his left. So everything would be forced. from Patrick Mahomes, if he was in a situation, you know, blitz from the blitz from his right hand to make sure he's rolling and trying to throw from the left side across his body
4: couple more for Ike Taylor before we say goodbye. Super Bowl champion, I got to get you to go back on the field, just kind of feel it for us and, and the fans. All right. uh, I was up in Detroit for that Super Bowl, and you know you had a pick against Matt Hasselbeck. Kind of take us some of the things that were going through your head in a big game trying to win a ring.
9: Oh, man. Uh, we wanted to do it for Busty, and that's the wrong business, Hall of Fame, uh, running back that I played with. So our whole, our whole theme for that year, was let's get Bussy back to Detroit and win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's how unselfish our locker room was. And we wound up getting there and once we got there, we knew once we got there we was gonna win it. And I wound up catching, I dropped I dropped one in the first quarter. I said, dang, if I can get another opportunity, at least let me catch another wind up getting another opportunity, picked it off. Two plays later, Antoine ran the L through a reverse pass to Hines Ward but shield the game. So um, I was just very fortunate. Church know this. He was Coach Cowboy's first pick um, in the NFL draft, you know. So Church already knows the much of our locker room becoming a filler, and it's just a brotherhood and all of us just unselfish. And we already know by game four, search and I, because we're former players, who going to make it to the playoffs and who going to win the Super Bowl because the sideline tells you everything everything. So what I tell people is don't listen to us, the media as much. Listen to how the players are talking about each other on the sideline. Listen to where uh, Brock Purdy goes in and you see the defensive guys all on one knee. They're on the sideline and they're like, I told you this dude was going to be good. You, they, they talking to us, but they're not talking to us. So I tell people when teams have adverse situations, just look at the sideline. Look at the body language. They go because they're in-house with the guy. They have practice. They have OTAs. They have training camp. And for us, we I feel like we always been GMs because we know who good. I knew I knew Troy, Troy Polamalu was going to make it to the Hall of Fame as soon as he stepped on the field. I knew he was better than me as soon as he stepped on the field. The reason why I like the sport of football is because you we have a short shelf life and our window closed ASAP. You have to acknowledge greatness. You know who's good, and you just gotta accept it and ride with a coattail and, and ride whoever coattails. So, for me, man, that's why I do and, and, and it. And it made me once I got into the corporate world. It's like I don't, I don't have a shelf life because I was trained to be like this all because of professional football. So now, when I'm doing something, I'm all the way in with it. I don't take nothing for granted, as you can see. Search once, once search committed to something. He's all the way in with it. We don't, we don't have the luxury. Of a corporate world where you can start when you're 30 and you can go all the way till you 50, 60 years old, our shelf life is short. So you gotta, you gotta gain a lot of knowledge. You gotta get better. You gotta get groomed asap. So that's how I look at football, really, on my everyday life and how things going, especially just dealing, going to three Super Bowls but winning two.
5: Hey, Ike, before we ask you about a Super Bowl memory of yours, I, I do want to ask, because you know, we're, we're reviewing your 12-year career here uh, with you know with the Pittsburgh Steelers, let's bring it home to Jacksonville. You're pretty familiar with a guy by the name of Deshae Townsend, who coaches the corners and secondary here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Walk us through Deshae and your relationship and what he meant to you playing in Pittsburgh together.
9: As soon as I hopped off that playing in a 4-1-2, 4-1-2, Pittsburgh area coach. The Shay gave me the keys to his four Expedition and told me to get lost. Told me <laughs> find my way around the city. Uh, make sure you be back at a certain time. Matter of fact, you can have this car because you're a rookie, young buck. You can have this car for the whole year. Save your money for the whole year. Fast forward to getting on the field, educational wise, a high IQ. That was the same talent. There. Okay, since you don't know football like this, and I know you're super athletic, but you look like you want to learn. Let me put you in the classroom. And the Shay was so good on third downs. 'Cause Nick LeBeau gave the Shea calls. Whatever the Shea wants to run on third down fellas, that's what we run it. So what Jacksonville got is I in my mind, a future or should have been defensive coordinator, let alone when this time come to be a head coach here, be a big head coach. But Jacksonville got something special with the Shea Townsend. The Shea Townsend groomed me off and on the field. Nice.
3: All right IT. I don't know if you're going to go out to Arizona or you're going to stay at the crib, but you got to give us a winner. Who you got on Sunday?
9: Philly. Philly. Philly? Um, Yeah, I think think Philly just have a better – I think Philly just have a better – they having fun. They having fun. They just have a better team. And if you just look at Jalen Hurts' body language, he's never panicking. The moment is never too big for him. And by the way, if I don't feel like throwing the ball, I'm gonna run the ball, so now it's really 11 on 11. When you have a non-mobile quarterback, it's 10 on 11, and then you're able to blitz or try to rock the quarterback off on certain packages. Now, if you could just pay attention to what Philly did last two weeks ago, they actually was putting San Fran in situations and their run-pass option because they was usually Jalen Hurts' legs. So I think when you have a guy like Jalen Hurts who can pass, but he really wants I me mean, who can run, but he really wants to pass. Now you put him in a situation to run that that just gives you extra options, which is stress on the defense. Nice.
3: All right, bro. Appreciate you coming on the show, man.
9: No, uh, all right, time. man. Appreciate y'all. I'm
3: going to light you up a one of a kind
9: after the game. Uh, after I get done walking my dog, I'm about to go do that right now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ike. All right. T. No problem.
5: I was Appreciate wondering it. if he was out in the car. No, he's yeah. walking the dog. Yeah, I love awesome. it. I love it. Our thanks again to Ike Taylor for joining us on the- It's also my business
3: partner. Yeah. IT is one, uh, one of my cigar business partners. Okay. Howard the G. Cigar, cigars. Howard G. Cigars. He has one of a kind. He has them, um, uh, he has them in the Connecticut and, and Mild and all that kind of And more,
5: he's still right? in Louisiana.
3: No, no. He lives in Orlando. Oh, he does live in mm-hmm. Orlando. He, mm-hmm. live in Orlando.
5: Okay. Yeah, he lives in Orlando. Okay. He's obviously from Louisiana, and uh, mm-hmm. as our boy Dell on the text line reminded us, he's from Swaggin University. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Louisiana,
5: <laughs> Louisiana Lafayette. Gotcha. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and uh, we didn't have you know we just want to hear those great stories. We could have asked him about Billy, that's for sure, as far as the impact that he had there. But he's in Gainesville now. All right, let's get into the one o'clock hour. We've got props. Uh, Denny Thompson has uh, boarded and uh, deboarded a plane, so he is in Arizona. So hopefully we'll hear from him a little bit later hey, on.
5: Hey, let's quick hit of that real quick because I, I missed this one a little a little while ago.
1: That just happened brought to you by Florida home AC the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars so
5: the Indianapolis Colts according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN have started narrowing the field again for who their head coach will be Giants OC Mike Kafka who was a finalist who is still a finalist for the Cardinals job is no longer in the running in Indianapolis neither is Bengals OC Brian Callahan and Giants DC Wink Martindale which Basically leaves Jeff Saturday as the only candidate left outside of outside hilarious. of uh, I guess enemy is kind of still a candidate, and then Gannon, in the D.C. for the Eagles.
4: Go go Jeff go. Jeff, Jeff. is literally
5: the last one go. left, at least from my knowledge of what this coaching search yeah. was.
4: Uh, Jimmy Ursay is uh, uh, unbelievable. I love it inside the division, that's for sure. All right, one o'clock hour, we got prop bets for you. We've got our own ten. 10- Prop bet competition inside XL Primetime to see who's going to be buying lunch.
1: This is XL Primetime, brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL.
4: We're hooking you up on a big hair heavy metal Friday. This is definitely heavy. Welcome to Rockville, down at Daytona. Uh, coming up in May, Pantera is back, uh, and Pantera, one of the featured bands down there. So, welcome to Rockville. What are the details, JJ?
6: I have a pair of general admission tickets to the weekend of May the 18th mm-hmm. for Welcome to Rockville. It will be at Daytona International Speedway. So, uh, B car number four six four one ten ten, and I'll hook you
4: up. All right, uh, big hair, heavy metal. You want to throw a Welcome to Rockville band suggestion at us? We would love that. Uh, if you want to throw a, you know, kind of an anthem that you've heard either rock, NFL, rock stadium, Super Bowl, whatever it might be, you can throw them on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures and have a little bit of fun with that. Now we've got uh, props that we're going to do uh, a total of ten uh, with the XL Primetime crew here and see who comes up uh, shortest on the point total, and we'll have to buy lunch for the others. Oh, and boy. we also. Have to give a couple of more of our Nooners a chance to get in on the prop bet action uh, coming up in just a little bit. But we talked about the game earlier. We talked about just the idea of where this thing is going. Ike Taylor told some great stories and also some pretty dang good logic as far as which way he's going in this game. And I'm just fighting myself because a lot of you guys – I'm looking over at you, Leon. A lot of you guys are definitely thinking that that you know the, the, the muscle, the pass rush – uh, the offensive line, just everything that Philadelphia's got going right now is going to end up winning in the end. And I'm just fighting like heck to go in, going against that.
3: Well, I, I think the bruteness of that is Philadelphia is kind of swaying, you know, guys who grew up in the era where, you know, punishing guys, run game, all that kind of factors into when it comes down to the Super Bowl. And, I, and listen, I think, I think Kansas City's is getting the raw deal because I think they, they play physical football as well. I mean, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes won the MVP throwing for all those yards touchdowns. Where it's kind of swayed people to think that they aren't tough, but they're a tough team. Their defense is totally underrated. Their run game is underrated. Uh, so I think it's going to be a physical matchup between the styles and fights. Kansas City might come out and say, hey, listen, we're, we're going to pound the ball. We're going to run the ball. We're going to take our shots. But I think they're getting a dead end on the fact that People are assuming that Philadelphia, because they run the ball mm-hmm. and they play defense, that they're the more physical team. So, But I think that Kansas City is going to have to match that physicality in their Super Bowl, or they might get outclassed when it's all said and done. I
5: really liked what I said about the sideline. Uh-huh. And maybe that's just because I've been doing sidelines for UNF on, a, on the old ESPN Plus lately. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I had a job shadow, a high school senior with me last night and I said to her that was something Mm -hmm. that I noted how yes I'm listening into what the coaches are saying I'm, I'm paying attention to if there's injuries but there's also something worth saying as a reporter to be looking at the emotion on the sideline and looking at the body language and I think the same like Ike said when you're looking in the the heat of the moment in a playoff game Don't look at what's on the field. Look at what's going on on the sideline. And, you know, he referenced Brock Purdy and the defenders for the 49ers that had his back and they were going up to him and he's going up to them. And they say they knew that this was possible because if you were watching earlier in the year when he was the third-string quarterback, he was still going out of his way to have conversations with them. And they knew that this kid was ready for the moment. And I think that it brings up a good point of something we can all pay attention to on Sunday. Hurts and Mahomes are both great leaders, but it'll be curious to see which sideline – Looks a little more poised on the biggest of stages. Well,
3: well here's the thing: I, 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 I and I cannot both play for the Steelers. So organizationally, we never worried about the other team. We, we, we just knew that if we were fit mm-hmm. to do what our style of play, that will ultimately we would win the ball game. And, and, and our style of play was: we were brutes, we were physical, we to pound the ball, we were gonna play solid defense, and if you can beat that, then we beat. Mm-hmm. But, we, but we were gonna our style of play. That's what we were. Right. And if you beat us, then you beat us. But we never were concerned about, you know, if you had this offense or you've had uh, these – You these didn't rec- shake. We didn't shake. Yeah. We didn't shake when it all was all right, said well,
2: I mean, re- the reality is the Eagles are bully ball. Yeah, they are. There's no di- – both sides of the ball. hmm So, there's a complete diametric difference between these two right now because one is throwing a ball over the place and mm-hmm. up and down the field and getting big sacks on defense and big plays. And the others just want to absolutely just beat you up. Yeah, but it's sure. the style of the city too. Well,
4: you know, it's the broad street bullies yeah. and all that. It really is. Right, but I mean, it, but, taking but I, like on you, that city's you, persona. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you
2: literally have a game where there's completely different styles. So who wins in that style then?
3: But, but here's the thing, also. This, this is why I, I never enjoyed being on teams that threw the ball a lot because it's implied that if you throw the ball a lot, you can't get physical. That means you can't run the game. You right. can't go toe to toe. You know, in a heavyweight fight. You know, uh, so I mean, I think. I think the Kansas City is getting a, 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 a bad shake on this because mm-hmm. I think if they need to, they can run the ball and be physical, which you would. But they just they happen to have one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game as a quarterback. So you, you're going to throw the ball.
2: Now, to be fair, but it's not like they faced a couple of great defenses yeah. in the AFC playoffs. That, yeah. That's
3: true. That's true. Uh,
4: yeah, let's, let's, I have to remind myself. They set a record for the points scored in those first uh, two weeks of the playoffs that they were in. But it was against a bad Giants team and a, a, a beaten up and, and hurt. Uh, two quarterbacks got knocked out of the game for the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, them too. Now, I was
2: talking, I was yeah. talking about the, the, yeah. the Chiefs.
4: But yeah, you're yeah. right. The but, Eagles. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm just countering that because if yeah. you take a look at the NFC, honestly, Jacksonville and Cincinnati, all yeah. things considered, yeah. compared to the Giants and the 49ers. Now, the 49ers' defense was legit. I'm not, I'm not denying that. Giants' I'm just is
2: pretty good, too.
4: Well, they – that team – Harassed Daniel Jones with that pass mm-hmm. rush, like we're talking about. There's yep. no question, yep. and it took Saquon out of it, and it just there yep. was nothing that they could do. Yeah. And then the Brock Purdy injury took San Francisco out yeah. of it. That's the only point. And then the I'm D was to, on
2: the D was on the field forever yeah. for the Giants, and then eventually yeah. they just pulled away.
4: But the other thing is, like we talk about them being, you know, bullies and tough, and this and and it's funny. Like we forget about Kansas City's defense, but we also forget about the Eagles' passing offense. Okay, because of the numbers that we've thrown out this week, they had two 1,000-yard. Receivers,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, A.J. Brown had 88 grabs for nearly 1,500 yards. Devonta nearly 100 grabs for nearly 1,200 yards. Uh, and and then you throw in Dallas Goddard. That guy was also making plays for them. Uh, and this is a little. You know, I, I, I'm trying to make sure whether this should be a saucy or. I, th- I
2: think Ike's point was fantastic. Yeah, he. Mm-hmm. he they literally have surrounded Jalen with, like, an Alabama-type offense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a great point, and, yeah. he, and he's thriving at it. Yeah. And what's
5: been fascinating is, well, at least the last game that they stepped onto the football field, Kenneth Gainwell was the leading rusher. Right. It wasn't mm-hmm. Miles Sanders, and that, again, speaks to that stable of running backs. Yeah. And I know we talked to Amon Green about it yesterday, and, you know, as an old-school guy, he, yeah. he misses the days of a Derrick Henry, this is your guy, everybody else is just a supplement. Mm -hmm. But those stables of running backs are what you've seen the 49ers run. You're seeing the Eagles run it now, and to an extent, you're seeing it with the Chiefs. It's just that your boy Paco Pacheco has kind of emerged as the lead guy.
4: And McKinnon went through that stretch where he had what was it, eight straight games he was in the end zone. And I kind of get the feeling I'm betting on on Paco getting in the end zone on Sunday. But I got to get you know I kind of wrap my head around whether or not McKinnon's going to get back in there because he's that you know that guy that that Andy can scheme up, especially with, with that pass rush. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and make this a funky. It's not 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 too tough, but let's just do it.
1: Time now for a funky fact. Get funky with Funky Buddha.
4: So you check out that IPA, that craft selection that they've got from Funky Buddha in the cooler section of your local grocer. Uh, go get it and get ready for the Super Bowl. Now, we talk about A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Just named the yardage, the catches that they've had, Okay. They're hoping to join another duo, as the only team, you know, since this last one, with two players to have at least 80 grabs and a thousand yards, and then go on to win the Super Bowl. Okay, so a Super Bowl-winning team, just one other, had two guys with over 80 grabs and a thousand receiving yards in the regular season.
6: Isaac Bruce That's a good one. and Torrey Holt.
5: Well done. If it's not that, I was going to say the Colts, Marvin Harrison, and Reggie Wayne. There it
8: is. Ooh. There it is. Ooh. Oh! Okay. There it is. Ooh. Very nice. So. It's
5: two for two the last two days. No.
2: Because I thought there was going to be a Chiefs trick here, like no. Tyree Kill and someone I, I, else.
4: I knew that. I'm glad JJ said the other one because I knew those were going to be the two that it would, you know, come down to, and then you just kind of had to make your decision uh, as to who it would be. But Reggie and Marvin, they were as prolific as that greatest show on turf.
5: Which, let's segue to Reggie a and little bit. And I don't bit. think we ever
4: would have put... That, uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae in the same category oh, no. as those other two. Well,
5: I mean, if you told me a year ago, about, yeah, I wouldn't have yeah. thought that. Uh, Reggie, <clears throat> Leon, pro, or a Hall of Fame snub not getting in last night? Or who was the bigger snub, in your opinion, after they announced the class of
3: 2023? Well, I mean, I don't know who got snubbed. I, I, I'm a little surprised by Rondé going in. Uh, Rondé Bobbin not taking away anything from his career, but – I don't think I, I don't a think I don't think he was I don't think he was a Hall of Famer. I, I I don't know, and it's different than it was with with John Lynch. I mean, he, he was John Lynch was way better player in my opinion than mm-hmm. Barber was as far as the enforcer on a run game and the pass game and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, and I understood him being a general manager of 49ers kind of you know opened the door a little quicker. But Ron Barber, I mean, not knocking him, I'm a little surprised he got in this early. But when you but when you win a Super Bowl, man, that
2: y'all, suddenly true,
3: true. That's suddenly true. your profile I mean, is. Completely different, and you got to look at it as far as Tampa Bay's uh, team that won the Super Bowl. I mean, he was from, a captain, le- from was levels, he? from levels, secondary, you got two guys, mm-hmm. linebacker, you got Derek Brooks, and then you got Sapp. Zap, yeah, you got Sapp. Only guys that they're probably missing. I'm not sure he'll get in. Is Simeon Rice? Right, yeah. Yeah. And he was a great player. He but, was but, a great player, yes. but not.
4: But it's so funny, better Just player than Rondé. Yeah. Actually, That's what, he I was, that's I said. what I'm I thought saying. Simeon Rice would get yes, in. I said yes. that during the pre-show Simeon. meeting. Simeon um, over Rondé. Completely underappreciated. Right, he really is. Uh, but there were just so many other great pass rushers around him. You can go back. Uh, the That's the Fred Taylor argument. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the other thing here, this one kind of gets me just a little bit, is they brought two cornerbacks into this class. And what is Revis Island – And two linebackers, my. Yeah, but know. I'm just saying specifically
3: with the secondary.
4: What is Revis Island saying about Rondé being in the same class?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that, that water's down. Revis Island. I mean, no, yeah.
5: Revis is a first ballot Hall of Famer, though. Yeah, So yeah, at least absolutely. he has his hat to hang that on. Which, absolutely. to be right. quite yeah. frank, is we're talking about Super Bowls as a, as a statistic and criteria to make the Hall of Fame, in my opinion, and I know it wasn't, you know, yeah, a lot of other reasons he's in, but it's what it's what makes Joe Thomas being a first ballot Hall of Famer all the more impressive, knowing the teams he was on in Cleveland. Yeah.
3: Do, oh do, yeah, yeah. You remember the stats? He was we the threw standard. Out? He was when they were terrible. He was the standard.
4: Yeah remember the, well, I have to go back and find him. but when they announced you know he was one of the finalists and, and they threw that stat up and I threw it at you guys I'm like it just blew my mind how many different quarterbacks head coaches and coordinators he had seen and how many snaps he played right. it was it when we was, were talking
5: about impressive stats with LeBron the other yeah, day yeah. I mean Joe Thomas is right there oh my to God. be in the trenches yeah. for that many consecutive games on that <laughs> many crappy teams
4: yeah. that's
5: nothing short of an incredible feat
4: and it should never mm-hmm. ever be uh, you know penalized for being on bad teams because right. he did his job amazingly well.
5: So the class of 2023 to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, DeMarcus Ware, Darrell Rivas, Rondé Barber, Don Coriel. Chuck Howley, Joe Klecko, and then Ken Riley, which I know before Leon says goodbye in just a little bit, he wants to give us a good Ken Mm -hmm. Riley story. But, again, Reggie Wayne, one of the names that many folks wondered, would he get into the hall? And then another one, you know, um, Patrick Willis was Mm -hmm. another one that I saw a lot of people questioning. And then Leon said, too, Coach Campo's guy, Darren Woodson. Yeah, Darren Woodson.
3: Yeah, Darren Darren Woodson. Come on
4: Still think he's getting ripped off.
3: Uh Willis, yeah, no, he was an enforcer.
4: The, the career length, like Buscelli, uh because he chose to step
2: away early, he was a great player. You know that, Matt.
3: A lot, I of... mean, a,
2: a lot like Tony. Yeah. He yeah. was the quintessential Mike Linebacker when yeah. he was playing. Yeah.
6: Tough as nails. Yeah, he
2: was it, uh, man.
6: Yeah. By and the way, Andre Johnson, better than Reggie Wayne.
5: Devin he Hester also left he out of the party this year, too. I don't think
6: Devin Hester uh, deserves to get in. Uh, that's, but that's I just iffy. think he changed the position. That's iffy. yeah. Uh, I, a specialist. Reggie Hed- Wayne was pretty good. He was, but I think Andre Johnson was better. I I got to be reminded of Klecko
4: because I just didn't yeah. really. They Hall remember. of fame. No, He's he
8: was a bad man. I
4: know that, but that that what was it called that that defense that Jets front? They had it was Gassino,
8: Gang Klecko, Green. Yeah, was and Klecko. Yeah, Green. Yeah, it yeah. was
4: it was it was good. It was yeah. You're Is Gasino in
2: the Hall of Fame? No, no I don't no, believe I so. so. No, no,
4: no. Uh, all right, let's do our props uh, coming up. We've got our props, and then we'll get uh, JJ hooking a couple of our nooners up with some uh, prop bets. And you you ready for that? I'm ready. And then you're going to tell your story with uh, with Ken Riley too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's XL Primetime.
1: This is XL Primetime, protected by preferred roofing on 1010XL.
5: Get it popping, JJ. Let's get right to it. We got our prop bets. Or is Joe going to be the MC? Joe. Oh, he's the MC. I hear this familiar music when we make our picks I know, every, I every w- Friday during football season. I kind of
4: wanted JJ to run this bad boy. Oh, I can do it. He's so much more. Efficient, but I- I'll hit it. I'll hit it. You just got to keep track of it. Okay. Yeah, I ha-
6: I can do both. Okay. Or right. take the lead. All right. So we have ten prop bets. Everyone is going to pick uh, an over under, a yes or no, vice versa. All right. Leon will go first, just because that's what I wrote down first. The national anthem over under. By the way, the loser buys lunch. Yep. Yes. So I'll be taking part in this. Um. Over under two minutes, national anthem. Leon, what you got?
3: Over, it's gonna be long. Mia,
5: I've been going back and forth on this one because of the country music part of it. I'm gonna say over.
6: Who's singing it? Chris Stapleton. Stapleton. Okay. He
5: like I understand country music stars like tend to draw out notes. They
4: got a little bit of a twang. Yeah. Just think of Billy Napier singing.
6: Oh my God! That that seven minutes. Come on. <laughs> I'm going over.
4: I'm going under.
6: I'm going under as well. All right, next up. First coach's challenge, will the play stand or be overturned? Uh, play stands. So they're going to lose it. Mhm. Mia.
5: I got them winning it.
6: So overturned.
5: Yep.
2: Play stands.
6: Stands. I'm going overturned, just because nowadays they don't really challenge unless they know it's going to be overturned most of the time. All right, even though Andy Reid did just lose one. Jersey number of the first touchdown score, will it be odd or even? Mm. And this is uh, uh, like the guy who has to catch the ball or runs it in, not the quarterback.
8: Quickly
5: looks up what Travis Kelsey, oh, 87.
3: Yeah, 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 that's a good one. No, I'm going to go with, uh, let me see, Jalen Hurst is number five, right?
5: No, he's number one.
3: Number one, still odd number. Still odd number. I'm gonna go one. He would have to run
6: it in. I'm gonna say odd. To I'm gonna go
3: odd. I'm gonna. Go I am
5: also going odd.
2: There's a lot of odds. AJ's odd. He's also odd. Hmm. Uh. I'm gonna go odd. There's a lot of good. Yeah, you're
4: right. I, I think I might go Miles Sanders. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go even.
6: Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. I'll go odd. All right. I love the Kelsey one. All right, Burst to score ten points. Eagles, Chiefs. Leon. You're going um, way back,
3: by the way. Eagles. I'm going to lose. <laughs> Eagles are 10 first. Mia. Hmm. Chiefs. Hmm. It's a tough
2: one, man. I think the Eagles are going to play really well on i um, I'll say Eagles.
4: I, I got to go, go that route, too, because I think uh, the Chiefs are going to be in the, in, in the comeback uh, form.
6: All this right. Game. I'll take the Chiefs. Next, combined po- uh, total points. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, just the total points. Oh, yeah, here game. it is, 51 over, yeah. over under. Yeah. Like, the way it was written was, it's just the over under for the game, yeah. 51. Yeah, I'm going to go under. Under.
5: They're
2: begging you to take the under. <laughs> like, begging you to take the under. I'm going to go over. I am, too. I think I'm going to go over. Yeah, I like the over.
6: I always like to cheer for the over. We got right. we
4: killed the highest scoring quarter because we have too many possibilities, so we killed that.
6: Total punts for both teams. The over-under is six and a half. Leon. Over.
5: Both teams combined?
6: Yeah. I'm going to yeah. take the under. I'm take over.
5: Wow. Taking the over. Taking the over. I like
8: it. I like it a lot, under. actually.
4: And you went under on the points too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay,
6: I get your strategy. Both these teams are afraid to go for it on fourth down. I'm going under. I'm going under. Um, yeah, and I'll go under as well. All right, next up, total. I love this one. Total players to pass the ball, two and a half. So basically, oh, yeah, over or under. Over would mean someone other than right. a quarterback or a backup quarterback right. passes yeah. the ball. Leon. Mm. Under, over, two-and-a-half players to pass the ball. I'm going to go over. Same. Under.
4: Oh, okay. I, I feel like there's there's a trick play between these two coaches, so yes. I'm going over. They're
6: begging you to take that over. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah, right? I think so,
4: but I'm going to go over.
6: I'm taking the under. Mm-hmm. All right, total interceptions. These are all both teams combined. Total interceptions, one-and-a-half. Leon, mm. over or under, one-and-a-half total interceptions. Ah.
3: Patrick. Tip ball here or there. Over. I'm going to go. That's going to be two.
5: Yeah, I'm going over.
2: Over, definitely. Yeah.
6: I feel very strongly about the under <clears throat> on this one, actually. All right. Shortest touchdown for either team. One
3: and a half yards. Mm. Over, under.
5: That's a good one. Wow.
3: It is a good one. Uh, quarterback sneak. Go. All right. I'm going to go. You're basically picking will the ball be at the one-yard line. Exactly. I'm going to go over.
5: Under.
6: So Mia thinks there will be a one-yard touchdown? Yes. Yeah, I'm going under, too. Under. And I'm going over. This is a tough one, though. All right. Last but certainly not least, five total passing touchdowns combined. Leon. Under. Under. This smells like a push, by the way. Yeah, it does. Under.
5: Can we pick the push? Mm. No. no. You, you, well, you
6: wouldn't it. want to. Mm-hmm. Matt? Oh, Matt's taking the under. Yeah, it's under. Joe? Mm. Ha. Under. And that's a clean sweep for the under. Yeah. yeah.
4: And uh, there we have it. Okay. The loser buys lunch. All right. They are all in. They're all in. All right, Big <clears> sirs. you, uh, you got to make your pick, or at least make it official, because I know that you, you definitely, but... Throw the quick story at us about one of the Hall of Famers.
3: Oh, Ken Riley. Uh, yesterday I was watching the honors, and uh, and, and Ken Riley's son came in and accepted the war for him. Uh, he mm-hmm. passed away. Uh, I, I just remember Ken Riley because uh, he he was actually uh, the first school that recruited me coming out of high school, That's Florida crazy. A&M. I was, uh, really? Yeah, it was the first first letter I got. My mom had graduated from – actually, she went to school with Ken Riley. Mm. My mom was a tennis player, a majorette, so she was in school. So she knew him. And I, I Came home with the leather and showed it to my mom because it was actually Fam It was actually the first school to re- recruit nice. me, and Ken Riley was a head coach nice. at that particular time. Great so. play for the Bengals. Oh, man. yeah, absolutely great player.
4: That's pretty neat. Yeah, though. it's pretty cool. Pretty That's cool. a good memory. Yeah. All right, your score.
3: Um, I know you're going Eagles. I am going Eagles. I'm going Eagles um, 26, Chiefs 20. Ooh. Okay, okay.
4: You see how he just kind of watched that unfold in his
3: brain yeah. right there in front of yeah. us. He was going back and forth. Yep. I was forty six. He's usually good on these
2: big games too. Yeah.
6: Oh yeah. Except yeah. Georgia
3: into TCU. <laughs> that was <laughs> bad. That game. was bad. You're that was bad. For now. I was awful. Yeah. All
6: right. Uh, enjoy. Patrick Mahomes I, only scoring twenty points. Yeah. I I, 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 I got to go
4: over. I just think points are they're going to find their way on this board somehow, yeah. some way. All right. Uh, all right. Enjoy an All Pro series cigar. You while got you're, it. Are sure. watching the Super Bowl? Big Search is out. We'll say hello to Jared Rice, our man. For the players, which is a month away.
5: 26 exactly. days. Yeah.
4: It's crazy how quickly it is sneaking up on us. But we'll say hello to him
5: next. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Another interview on the Farrah and Farrah phone line. Brought to you by the accident attorneys at Farrah and Farrah.
4: All right. It's a pleasure to say hello to the tournament director, the executive director of the players, Jared Rice, because we are in the countdown. Today is the 10th of February and the 9th of March. That ball will be in the air playing for the richest purse in golf. Jared, how are you, bud?
0: Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Happy Friday.
4: Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, I I think we're all stoked and pumped, and we're going to have you on weekly. We're going to start on on Mondays next week because we'll be coming out of a tournament uh, win. But you look at this field, and we always talk about it before we talk about tickets and parking, which is very important. But this field (laughs) is once again going to be the strongest in golf, is it not?
0: Yeah, and I think is um, you know, I appreciate the tickets and parking. Everyone loves to hear about that. But um, yeah, you know, when you look at a WM open this week and you know, as a, as a designated event and our in our new structure, um, it, it gives you a again a, a little little sense and a little sense of excitement about what's to come at, at players. Um, I mean, these are the guys that we get every year plus at players, you know, we don't have those um Monday qualifiers, we don't have those uh, you know, sponsor exemptions. It's top to bottom. Um you know the the best professional players, and that's why uh, really anybody can win. So um, uh, it's a good group out there this week, and uh, definitely some names you know uh, top of the leaderboard. So uh, exciting week this week, and we're coming up in 24 short days.
5: Couple commitments for the Players Championship unveiled this week, including Max Homa, John Rahm, Justin Rose. So an exciting field. Once again, making its way to TPC Sawgrass this March, uh, Jared. Let, let's dive a little bit into the off the course, uh, the the vendors, the the what is new surrounding this year's Players Championship. What stands out most to you?
8: Well, and,
0: and you know, a few of you were out uh, last week, but um, this, this number eight green nine tee area is going to be awesome. Uh, we had some some video of it on social yesterday, but just the property looks so great. Uh, the transition for players left of eight green. Um, and which will be uh, right of 9T, uh, will be really, really fun for people to hang out here in close proximity to 17. Um, we brought our Tito Stillhouse Lounge uh, to the right side of that new number 9 tea box. Um, uh, we've got some great local uh, food vendors in that area too, so that'll definitely be a, a hangout spot. Um, but local food partners, uh, the Taste of Jack's that uh, that, that make um, you know this area re- really well known and um you know the those flavors that we all love living here uh will once again be out at the tournament so plenty to plenty to eat and drink and break golf to be seen for sure
2: hey jared i know this is a, a gigantic topic every year but uh are there any tweaks to parking
0: <laughs> <laughs> there i appreciate i appreciate you asking. You see how i said that two um,
2: tweaks too jared
0: <laughs> a few tweaks uh yeah this is a big thing i mean we um You know, I think, again, for for locals that have have been coming for a while, um, you know, we have 180,000 square foot um, uh, headquarter facility that's been built in the parking lot. Uh, The tour is is building a new digital media production facility right next to it. Um, And that takes up, you know, valuable infrastructure. But um, we have have made some tweaks. Great word. Um, Our our partners at Uber are um, in a better position than they were a year ago. There's their overall operations. So that'll continue to be a, a good resource uh get your parking early because we have physically less spots so it, you want to get a pass um as i said before or find a friend or make a friend that has one mm-hmm. uh, so that you can uh you can you can join them we're also going to and head to our website for all this information but we're going to run three shuttles uh from the Nakati communities uh, uh you know in in through through nocatee and uh up to 10 which will be uh, helpful and uh, we're also working with the county about um, you know, how we get people in and out of here a little bit easier uh, in light of the uh, traffic that's here every day. So, uh, again, like you said, little tweaks to to make uh, getting in and out a little bit easier for people.
4: All right, so go to the ticket part of it, Jared, because, uh, you know, people yeah. need to make sure that you know, there's opportunities for kids to get in there. Uh, but getting tickets, oh, yeah. uh, give, give them all the details.
0: Yeah, so head to theplayers.com, uh, go to our tickets page. You'll see, um, you know, stadium passes. We, you know, and, and listen, WM just announced yesterday for the first time in, uh, in their event. They, they did sell out on Friday and Saturday. Um, you know, we have every intention to get to that point. So if, uh, you know, you've traditionally been a, a person that comes on a certain day, uh, now's the time to, to, to buy your tickets. Um, so get those get those now. I guarantee your day and, and best price. So head to theplayers.com. Um, we do have our youth policy is still in play. So uh, kids 15 and under, uh, up to two, are admitted with a, for free with the ticketed adult. So um, our military access programs and uh, discounted tickets and, um, you know, all those kind of uh, details are on our tickets page. So uh, definitely hit that up. And final thing I would say is, you know, the last couple of years, um, you know, we've had some fits and starts, weather and other, you know, back to that routine of, hey, I'm a, I'm a Thursday afternoon, hang out at Wine and Dine, or I love going with my buddies on Friday and hanging out on number four green, um, you know, encourage listeners to, to think back and and you know uh, restart those uh, those traditions and rituals around Players Week as it's coming up pretty quick.
5: Yeah, I know that's obviously been a big selling point for you and your team, Jared, um, because we are going to be three years removed from the COVID pandemic starting during the Players Championship. So, emotions for you as this truly is the real, you know, return we can say to the Players Championship, knowing that two years ago there was limited capacity, and then last year the weather was obviously a factor.
0: Uh, that's a good way to put it. The Weather was absolutely it was a factor. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, but in, and again, a lot of ways, um, you know, that, that sound like um, Ed Harris and uh, Apollo 13, but it was our final. It was our finest hour as a community. I heard from more. You know, volunteers that were, you know, with us through every step of the way. The media, you all were, you know, literally walking through some, uh, you know, some pretty muddy areas to, to do your live broadcast. We have partners from out of town um, that, you know, were <laughs> drank the Marriott out of Ultra on Thursday <laughs> afternoon, but they were hanging out and, ha- and making a great time of it and um, still spending time with our customers, their friends. And, um, you know, I just, I was, it, it meant a lot to us as a, as a, as a tournament and as organization for people to really roll with it. Um, so we're appreciative. It's, that's not what we want to do every year, but uh, you know we're, we'll look forward to uh, uh, some sunny skies in, in a few weeks.
4: All right, man. We appreciate it. Jared Rice, Executive Director of the Players. Uh, we will visit weekly and get ready for the players and just keep uh, reminding people because those parking passes will fly off the shelves. So make sure you do that. Theplayers.com and all the ticket uh, options are there as well. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy the weekend.
0: Appreciate you. You
4: too. All right. Let's get to uh, a golf vat. That just
6: happened.
1: Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
6: All right, everyone's favorite golfer, Tiger Woods, just announced about 10 minutes ago, I'm ready to play an actual PGA Tour event. Next week he will be at the Genesis Invitational. I love how at first
5: I read that and I was like, is he trying to like have a dig on waste management? And then I realized, oh, no, 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 he's actually going to play. He's not going to be doing the virtual thing.
4: Yeah, and he's saying uh, a real PGA Tour event. Because it's his event. He is the host uh, at Riviera in Pacific Palisades. Uh, that tournament, he gets, you know, the Tiger Woods Foundation g- benefits greatly from it. And he has been the host, but he hasn't been a player. So it's nice to see him coming back. By the way, just that, you know, little funky fact. It's the place where he's played the most on tour without ever winning. Mm. He's never won there. Interesting. And it's a place that he saucy grew nugs. Up. It's, it's a place he grew up and. And, you know, I know he would love it, but I just want to see him. I just want to see what it looks like and uh, how he plays.
2: So this court. isn't like a possible, let's see how I feel, and then maybe mm-hmm. this is just, I'm just going to play it. I,
4: okay. think, I think anything that we hear from Tiger has a question mark or a dot, 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 you know, right. after it. Because you, we can't say anything for certain with him because he'll go out and he'll try, and, and let's just hope. But I, he, I think it's safe to say, He does not make that announcement unless he feels pretty fit and pretty ready that he thinks he can get four days in. Make the cut, compete, just get right back in kind of the the mode. And then what is it? It's a chance for him maybe to be thinking about a players or an Augusta. He's only going to play four or five events a year. That's all I could see him playing.
5: By the way, he had to announce it by two o'clock.
4: Yeah, Friday. Yeah. yeah,
5: so he he got it just in under yeah. the wire. Yeah,
4: yeah, and so and he usually does because it's so funny the tiger trackers and all those guys on social media they're always always paying attention to that deadline. If it's his
6: own tournament, do you think he gives himself a little <laughs> more know. extra time? Yeah, maybe, but to get in under yeah. the wire.
4: But he's just like, okay, let's go ahead and do it. But this is not a course. Like I I would have expected him to come back at Tory if he was going to try one. Uh, because he's won so many times there, but I like the fact that he is, he is going to play this tournament. Uh, but you, and see would, how he does. you wouldn't
2: anticipate him coming back against the best field in golf and playing, right? Well, he's won twice here. If we're telling the truth,
4: this is with Jared Rice still probably listening. Right. Uh, you know, Tiger, if he had to choose between the two, you know what he's choosing. Uh, and so that's why I, the, the timeline is interesting that he's picking this one because he didn't like that month apart when he did the majors it just didn't work cuz you need it, he needed more time for his body to to heal right but as geo has told us often he's going to deal with the exact same thing every no single time what. he right. goes in play. and
2: and the only reason i said that is because yeah. the greatest field in golf yeah. it's going to be very clear yeah if something happens and he's not what he is yeah how far away he right. is right and very very clear. yeah and
4: it's a golf course that even though he mm-hmm. has one on he's mastered it it's before difficult you, you—it's damn
1: tough. Yeah. It really is.
5: All right. Before we segue back to the football world, uh, let's hit a that. This actually might be a good segue.
1: That just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. For
5: multiple outlets, including ESPN, former Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury has returned from Thailand. And he is in Houston today interviewing for the Texans offensive coordinator position.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I know that his offensive mind includes a pretty good playbook. He can draw up offenses that are successful. I was just curious that uh, that they would look at him as a viable option to come in and call plays, and he wouldn't look at
2: the possibility of going back to head coaching in the college ranks. They're buddies. They play together. hmm yeah. With the Patriots. So yeah. they know each other, Ian yeah. D'Amico. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's look what he did with Kyler Murray before Kyler got all right, you know, whatever you want to call
6: it, but hurt. Yeah, and hit a lot. Do you believe they're, they're those... similar type quarterbacks, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Um, he probably it, doesn't not... want to go back to college because right. then you're just like, you well, who's going to bring him back to the NFL? He, he, he probably he looks at it as if I go back to college, I might never I'm get another. Stare. If game. he went yeah. back to college,
2: right? Now, the difference between college when he was there and now is night and day. He's got and to he's deal with all that NIL mess. He's not doing that. Yeah. So, he, I, I think it's – look, we got a guy who potentially could be a very good quarterback, similar type player, similar type body frame. Um, you know, he, right. showed, saying, he showed he, he can develop that type of quarterback yeah. and do a big second contract. You're Let's saying they're looking
4: yeah. long and hard at Bryce. And No, we'll I, take, I think it's yeah, a yeah, light. Yeah. Bryce Young's a yeah. lock for them. Yeah. yeah. Done. And the Chicago Bears, they don't need it, so they'll use right. their first pick and then Houston will have – you know, their decision.
5: Unless, of course, that, the right. Colts try to trade up. Unless, yeah. yeah unless By the, the way. Trade. Or the Panthers, yeah. or a, you know, or a whole other litany of teams. Because then, and I was thinking about this on the drive into work this morning, I mean, there's potential. And I think Jeff Prosser said it on the drill. Let's say, you know, the Packers want to move in to the top five. Mm-hmm. Would one of those teams in the top five say no to Aaron Rodgers for your first-round pick? <sighs> And then, do the Packers the go draft a quarterback if yeah. Jordan Love isn't the long-term answer? Yeah,
4: I, I don't think they'd say no. I just always think of that that contract that goes with it, and the age that comes with him, and
2: darkness. Who's in the five right now?
5: The five right now: it's the Bears, uh, it's the Bears, Houston, Houston. the Cardinals, Indeed. the Colts, and then Seattle via the oh. Broncos. Like
6: Joe said, we don't really know anything until he gets out of that cave. Those yeah. last
4: two, he's got to come out. <laughs> he does have to come out of the cave. There's no doubt. Sober, but
2: those last two teams, <laughs> yeah put him on those last two teams right. that's dangerous
4: yeah but it's it's inheriting that 50, $50 million dollar bill too honestly i want to know jj does he go in the cave and get high or does he go in the cave and not get high it's no legend it's a natural high it's
6: a yeah. natural hallucinogenic because you because you yeah because you you don't want to
2: want to cocktail it up no it's literally like it's not like dark and like you can see some sunlight it's like dark. dark 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 it's so like murder in the just... first dark. I told you, you got to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Lose your it's mind. Like dark. Yeah. Okay. So it's apparently there's no light. So you like get this natural inherent high.
5: Wow. Matt and I were looking up potential uh, dark dark. What are they called? Darkness retreats. Yes. In Florida, they didn't look that dark. They looked more like you know out in the woods. Yeah, those aren't woods. darkness retreats. This <laughs> yeah. this one's this is hard. Do we know where the cave is that he's going into? I, is it in Wisconsin? I mean, they only get well, about th- he's three buddies, hours of sunlight a year at this time of the year anyways. Since
6: he's buddies with McAfee, maybe it's West Virginia somewhere. I don't think it's actually a cave. That was me just being a smartass. Mm-hmm. But it is a retreat, and I would assume since it's Aaron Rodgers, he's, like, faking. Like, you know how those people go, like, camping, right, and I'm right. using air quotes, but they have, like, a massive RV. Right. This right. is, like, he's going on a retreat, you know, a darkness retreat. It's probably the best of the best. Oh yeah. You know, it's one of these like Hollywood yeah, places. The same it's, city slickers try. I guarantee to get- he's eaten the best food there is to offer. He's not. They're not like, you know, sliding under the door a bologna sandwich or anything. I thought it was like, yeah, like not sliding under the door. But I thought well, it there was is minimalist. a slot. He said there's a slot that they just slide the food in. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's so, like minimalist. Is there minimalist, like a hole in the yeah. floor too? Is that what so it is? So maybe it is. Just a piece yeah. of bread. Banana. Well,
2: Buddy, I'm sure he could also tap out whenever. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, we're it's not talking, prison. It's not
6: yeah. Guantanamo.
2: Yeah.
4: 361 days of the year he will live Allegedly. <laughs> you know, the fine life and maybe just wants to experience this and, and that cathartic moment that will come along with it. He should ah.
6: just go to jail. Yeah, Just exactly. commit a crime, Aaron.
2: I mean, if you have 50 mil and you got everything you want, right? Right. Why not try
6: it? He's a trip.
2: <laughs> because like, I have 50 mil and I have whatever
5: Why not? I'm That's just why. laughing at JJ. Yeah. Today it's, please commit a c- crime, Aaron. Yesterday it was, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a liar.
4: <laughs> he is. Funny. Yeah, hi, so-and-so. All right. Let's get into the 2 o'clock hour. <laughs> We're going to say hi to Denny. We're going to try. Former he said,
5: sports den uh, yeah. cook. Trio with uh, with one JJ LaSalva. Maybe that's why you're. Uh, uh,
6: James you're is unhinged. also at the Super Bowl. He right?
5: is. He's been killing it out so, there.
6: So uh, I guess I'm the only one. Yeah. I see you. Here.
4: You ask that question when you get him on. <laughs> coming up in just a little bit.
1: This is XL Primetime, brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL.
10: We got Welcome to
4: Rockville coming up. It's going to be in the month of May down at Daytona International Speedway. So a little big hair, heavy metal. Well, a, a nod to the Welcome to Rockville bands. Incubus, one of the big bands that will be down there. We got another chance for you to win tickets um, that JJ will throw out coming up here in just a second.
2: And They're old, middle. man. Hmm? They're like 20, yeah. 30 years old, I yeah, been around for a long time. Well, it's so funny
6: when we like we It makes may, me feel old. You saying that we
4: may deploy. It might have been before you were born, actually. We may deploy New Music Monday. It's going to have to be rock, but it, it. We'll find out how many of those quote New Music Monday suggestions are going to be from the nineties. Yeah, the like O's. Incubus
6: to us is new music. By yeah.
2: the way, uh, the three three five in the text line says JJ. I just returned home from a year long deployment in Guantanamo. Trust me, those prisoners don't want to leave. They're living the high life.
6: Wow, I find that hard to believe, sir.
2: It's
4: classic. Maybe there are some places that uh, you know, that, that are hellish. Uh, I would not want to be behind bars. I don't care if they live in living the high life. Right, in any place. right? <laughs> uh, anywhere, uh, anytime. That's for sure. Uh, all right, also on the text line, uh, it did say that it was not gang green, the Joe Klecko, Mark Gastineau it wasn't? defensive front. That was the Eagles back in the day. Jerome Brown. Reg, all those guys—they were the New York Sack Exchange,
8: right? Yeah.
4: Which is a cool name,
2: by the way. Just I looked this up, yeah. Because you know, we we're talking about Rondé Barber and should he be in the Hall? Yeah. So Mark Gastineau, who obviously a defensive end for the Jets back then, mm-hmm. played 12 years in the league. He was a four-time All-Pro selection, five-time Pro Bowler, NFL Defensive Player of the Year once. He had 107 and a half sacks career sacks, mm-hmm. not in the Hall of Fame.
4: Yeah, and I don't know whether guys slip through the cracks and are forgotten about, but we're talking Well, Let's pull up Ronde about... Barber then. Yeah. R- yeah.
5: Ronde Barber. I mean, you, I mean he was I mean, he's two different positions yeah. to be clear.
2: He was the edge of all edges there early. Like like 81 to 80 like 4, he was it. And they were just
4: counting sacks back. At
5: then. that point, right. In
4: 82, they just barely started acknowledging him. But just for what it's worth, and again, I I'm, I'm I'm not in the Ronde Barber should be in the Hall camp only player with more than 40 interceptions and 25 sacks in his NFL career. Now if we go back and we look at Leroy, Leroy had some big time yeah. sacks and, and and but Leroy was playing safety, Ronnie was playing cornerback. Only player with 40 picks, 25 sacks uh, and you take a look, he leads the Bucks franchise in interceptions, defensive touchdowns. He scored a dozen of them. That's pretty good too. 16-year uh, career, but to go to your point, Matt, he was a five time Pro Bowler and a three t- 3 time first team All Pro. So that's close. Right, Leroy
6: Butler had uh, 38 interceptions and 20 and a half sacks. Yeah, so he was right there, very, very close. So I
2: your 20, 20 spot on the line right now. Mm-hmm. Give me a school for Mark Gassetto.
8: Hmm.
6: 20
4: spot? You son of a gun. Uh, I should. <laughs> I'd even give you three. It's guesses. a directional, it's
6: directional school.
5: A directional, directional?
6: It's an obscure one, huh? East Central Oklahoma State.
5: Oh my God! Oh, yeah, Does that I even exist there. anymore? The NFL love, will find. I'm looking you it up.
4: Man. I do love that it was double directional. That's awesome. Yes.
5: Uh, it is now East Central University. Yeah. By the way.
2: Yeah, they go you.
4: For what it's they worth, they go U now.
5: They go by ECU, not to be confused with the <laughs> Carolina. Like Eastern if you're Carolina.
2: making up the name of that university, are we East or are we Central?
5: <laughs> Who are we? Let's just go
2: East Central. It's
4: like, are we a Plainsman? Are we a Tiger? Are we a War Eagle? Who are we? They are the Tigers.
2: Yeah. Oh, I know. These Central of Tigers they yeah. are. That's uh, so funny. They're in the Great American Conference, Division II.
4: Classic. All right, let's do the 10-10 take. Totally separate from the Super Bowl, because we at least got to talk Oklahoma and Texas here just for a slight second.
1: Now, Joe C's 10, 10 take. Slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue. Local pitmasters since 68.
4: Now don't forget, uh, I, I gave you you all the stat that in the in the millions, people will go and order takeout. For the big game on Sunday. So do yourself a favor. Let them do the cooking. You do the partying. Just slide on over Sundays to get it for takeout. You can find them all over the First Coast and enjoy some of that good barbecue. So it took forever, but it's going to happen. There were so many legalese that was involved, and so now we can finally say that there is an exit plan for Oklahoma and Texas to leave the Big 12 and move into the SEC. It is now not going to happen until 23-24, which is still a bit of a ways away, but that's just how it's going to go down. But the SEC will move to 16 schools. Finally, an agreement was made. A lot of people or a couple of teams had to pull a lot of money out of their pocket to make a lot of those other people in the Big 12 happy. And now the Big 12 will start to look around and say, how are we going to Get rid of you know the stigma of losing Oklahoma and Texas and get back to maybe what we would consider ourselves whole. I don't know if that's going to happen. They won't, But yeah. welcome to the SEC, Oklahoma and Texas in a little over a year's time.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, like I was saying before, there's no way that the SEC would agree to do the expanded 2014 playoff mm-hmm. without Texas and Oklahoma in their conference. There's yeah. no way. And and only need one of the eleven had to say no and they weren't going to do it. Mm-hmm. So it, it it so that's all they needed. And I can guarantee you. That that's what the SEC did. Look, we're not agreeing to this playoff unless they're with us. Mm-hmm. You can frame it however you want to frame it. Right. Whatever you want to do, they're in with us in 2024, and that's mm-hmm. what
5: happened. And yeah. don't forget USC-UCLA to the Big right. Ten. same right.
2: year. In right, and there was no way that the SEC was going to allow the Big Ten to go to 16. Right. For one and year ahead back of back and it wait. Just wasn't gonna. Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. wasn't going to. Yeah, just wasn't
4: going to happen. Okay, so just to advance that real quick, uh, Pac-12, Big 12, what does happen? Because Pac-12 has been peeking and poking and looking around. The two schools we're talking about are early San being- Diego
2: state. And the, right now they're looking this, the schools they're looking at right. um, it's, it's San Diego state and SMU. And,
6: I mean, wow, that's pretty impressive. That's just like <laughs> USC.
2: The, the, right. They have a, a, a core of like four schools that I think can carry them. Whereas if you look at the big 12, I mean, what do they have? Well, hey, they got.
4: Well, UC I was gonna, now, just bro. gonna say they're getting so,
5: they're getting reinforcements are coming in next year. Former yes.
4: national, something undefeated, something. something. Uh, well, no, they
5: a national championship US, so have to
2: team. You see it. If nothing else, is. they have
5: a national champion coach and friend yeah. of the program yeah. Gus Malzahn. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. they're, they're not. Uh, they're. I mean, they're the American now. That's all yeah. they are. Well,
5: they're the.
4: They're
2: the. All right, their marquee teams are K State and Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm.
4: So who's in? Don't forget about Baylor.
6: What about TCU? Yeah, also don't basketball. About the Horned Frogs have just gotten game. We mm-hmm. saw what happened with TCU. Yeah, TCU is but... going to be like six and four. Big Twelve you know basketball. Big Twelve basketball. Frogs, like, don't even mention us. Yeah, guys. don't even mention us. Right, right, Except unless
5: it's basketball, <laughs> here, bro, Jamie bro. Dixon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say this. I think the Big 12 is still going to compete in basketball, and that's more than the American can say. Once Houston leaves the American and Cincinnati leaves the American, so when it all becomes official, yeah, today, basketball. If anything, you're looking at yourself league. as yeah. like a Big East that plays football.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think a basketball would be very good. Yeah, yeah. So they it's will. not the,
5: it's not the end of the world because then that was my next question. I don't think ACC hoops is ever going to go away. But of those three, the Pac 12, the Big 12, and the ACC, who is in the most dire situation right now?
2: I think they all three are because they are because it's the SEC and the Big Ten that are going to actually move away, and the more once, once the SEC readjusts its contract with the ESPN, which they will do now, mm-hmm. now that they have these two, um, then you're going to see the SEC and the Big Ten give, giving their schools. So the SEC schools just got 50 million, just literally two days ago, from the from this latest payout from this past year. So that'll that will almost close to double with this new one. It'll get to probably like 80 or 90, 90 million per team, <laughs> per team. Whereas the Big 12 is going to give out probably. 38 to 40. ACC less than that. ACC probably about the same, somewhere yeah. around the same. Yeah. Pac-12 much less than that. Yeah,
4: yeah. They, they really went in the tank. They went in the, you know, just the bowl. And there's nothing they can do about it. No, I mean, there's
2: nothing any of the other three
4: can do about it, honestly. I'll, I just feel like at some point, three conferences become two. Somehow, some way, it's the only way. that, And then you get out of your Power 5 talk and you get into your Power 4 talk. And that's just the way it's going to be. Well, it's,
2: eventually, we're going to go to the,
4: yeah a super D one, a yeah. super sixty four. Uh, you know, those are the two that I've thrown out forever, and it could easily happen. It won't before,
2: happen until thirty four when the right. ACC contracts up. Yeah, four so sixteen. You're probably eleven years away from it, but yeah. eventually, yeah. You know, when we're sitting on the porch having our drink and relaxing, mm-hmm. retired. Yeah. Then it'll probably be yeah, like it's crazy mega conference. To think of what has happened in the last four years, though, in
4: college football, college sports in general, because you can include the NIL in this conversation, in the transfer portal, is just unreal. It really, really is. And the amount of money that's being paid. And we haven't paid
2: for play yet, and that's coming.
4: Yeah, uh, you, and yeah, that'll be the next, yeah. uh, of all of them, maybe as big as anything, uh, because amateurism, be damned, it's out the door. You can just forget about that. And uh, anyway, that'll be the financial part of it. But just from a... A, a landslide point of view, meaning what was there is now over here now, and, and 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 players are you know like Bryce Young being on a Heisman commercial is cool. Oh yeah, it is cool that he gets that, and Dr Pepper and, and you know whatever else. I think it's awesome. I also I also
2: think we've already seen the 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 underbelly of it mm-hmm. with this whole nonsense with the Jaden Rashada thing, right? And uh, Nico. Ia. <laughs> 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 yama, mie- y- yama Yama lieva. Yama, lieva. yama, yeah. yama, yama, li- yama li- his eight li- million li- ridiculous thing. Uh, that's I think the start of the craziness because once you start talking about pay for play, then they have to collectively bargain. Mm. So then it's okay. Is it one? group collectively bargaining for all of them, or is it each conference collectively bargaining? Just let more right, arguments right. begin. Right, and then it's just going to be a, a ridiculous situation. Yeah, more arguments will begin.
4: All right, we're trying to hook up Jenny Thompson. He is out there, and then I say we get another round of prop bets up. Just one more round for our listeners, and we'll knock
6: those out coming up. But before we do that.
5: Yeah, let's also give out another round of Rockville tickets, JJ.
6: Yes, this is the last one. So be caller number 4 641-10-10. We have general admission tickets to welcome to Rockville on the weekend of May the 18th at Daytona International Speedway. Call now.
1: It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime.
5: Hoping to check in with boots on the ground out in Phoenix for Sunday's Super Bowl with the one, the only Denny Thompson coming up at 2.30 in the interim. Let's get some Super Bowl prop bets in yeah. here, Josie.
4: I do give him uh, credit because he's like, today's, it's a business, it's a business. Business day. trip. Yeah. And so fun afterwards, but he's working. So hopefully we'll be able to hear from him. But yeah. All right. Last round. This is the last opportunity. Uh, if JJ feels like uh, being the book after we get a couple of you on, uh, we'll give you a few more prop bets. You got to double up on your prop bets. If you are correct, we will reach back out to you and get you hooked up with whatever is in that props closet. So, six four one ten ten. give us a shout. JJ, I'll get a couple of you on the air, and you can make your prediction, and then we'll throw a couple of these at you. We did all 10 earlier uh, with the XL Primetime crew, uh, and someone's buying lunch. Although,
6: Whoever. no Rihanna props, which I was disappointed in. I
4: know, I know. But you know what it is, JJ? I was looking at some of the uh, – it's just – it's too detailed.
6: Cleavage, to- yes or no, is one of them. Yeah. Too
4: – well, yeah, that's true. We should we- –
6: we should. That was a huge <laughs> missed opportunity.
4: You wanted some of that in there. I understand. I understand because I was looking at some of these other player props, and you know it's just like 505 yards. Will the Super Bowl passing record be broken? You know that that just yeah. seems far fetched and yeah. out of reach. Yeah. And I got to look and see if I can find some of these Super Bowl or excuse me halftime props.
2: People will bet on here. that. What a, hmm? people will bet oh, on they that? No, Sixteen, thing-
5: <clears throat> what sixteen billion they're expecting.
2: Oh, it's just
4: yeah, sixteen billion on
5: Sunday. People. And the to other be thing gambled is on.
4: the the one that I like right now is Miles. You'll be
2: contributing healthy. Who? You'll be a healthy contributor. Yeah.
5: Yeah. What do you like?
4: <laughs> Miles Sanders leading all rushers. I like that one.
5: Not sure how yeah. I feel about it because we just saw Gamewell be the leading rusher. Yeah. And we saw Jalen I can see Hurts. He's we... scoring. Okay. That's true. We, can... talked to jo- we talked to Doc, though. You know, mm-hmm. there is statistically speaking been an increase in more rushing attempts for Jalen Hurts than passing attempts. Yeah. Part of that is by the nature of the competition they've played in the postseason. But is there reason to believe part of it is the nagging shoulder
4: injury? Mm-hmm. Maybe. And he feels pain when he's, you know, trying to accelerate and drive that, you know, that football down the field.
2: Problem so, is, there's always like a oddity in the game. Oh yeah, always. Yeah, you always it, got some guy you never expect. Exactly. Or you got a tip ball here with a pick or a fumble that didn't Who's the, happen. Uh, Helmet on a ball and the fumble. It's right. so much weird stuff. Who's the
4: backup tight end? Is it Noah Gray or Blake Bell? Yeah. 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 There you go. They Blake. Got co- Jody, Jody Fortson
5: too. Yeah, yeah that guy.
4: And so, you could see somebody like that, like you're talking yeah. about, just popping up. All right, let's get Greg in here on XL Primetime. Greg, welcome in. Let's get you hooked up with some prop bets. Uh, who do you like in this game, Greg? Uh, Philly. Okay, quick reason why.
7: Uh, I, I just think uh, well, we may have hurt my home just a little bit, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be out to uh, do the same thing, if not more.
4: All right, let's get to your props. You got to get both of them right to have a chance to get into the props closet. I'm going to give you the first, which was one of ours that we had earlier. The shortest touchdown score, will it be over or under one and a half yards? Over. All right, Greg says over one and a half yards. I'm going to get to this other one. The last play of the game, will it be a kneel down or not? Kneel down. Okay, so that means you think that team has got it in hand. Uh, and we'll uh, be able to clock it at the end. All right, dude, enjoy the game. Uh, have fun right. with it, okay? All right, thank you all. All right, man, so he's in there. All right, let's get Gary up next. We'll get uh, one more, and then J.J. will hand, handle the rest of them uh, through the betting window uh, on his side of the of the studio. Gary, you're on XL Primetime. How you doing, dude? Man, I'm all right. How about y'all? Uh, we're doing great. I'm fired up. You got a big uh, Super Bowl party planned uh, on Sunday?
7: Nope, it'll be kind of quiet. <laughs>
4: Just chilling. Just am But chilling.
7: I'm on to I'm on eat. That's all that counts.
4: That's right. That's right. All right. Who are you going for?
7: <laughs> um, I'm going to say Kansas City.
4: Okay. Okay. I like the Chiefs as well. Let's find out what happens. All right. got to get both of your pop, prop bets right uh, to get in the prop closet. We'll do a, a drawing on Monday and get in touch with all of our winners. Uh, the team to score on the first drive of the game, will it or will it not happen?
7: It will not happen.
4: Okay, will not happen, says Gary. So, that means that first team's going to be punting. All right, who was the first team to get to two – or, excuse me, ten points in this game?
7: Uh, I'm going to say it's Philly.
4: All right, so you got Philly scoring the first team to get to ten points. I mean, it could be ten to seven at that point, but they will be the first yeah. to get there. All right, yeah, Gary, yeah. enjoy the game. Appreciate it, man.
7: Hey, y'all have a blessing, buddy.
4: All right, thank you. Uh First team to ten points. What did we say with our props? Did I jumped on Philly? I went Philly. I went Philly. Yeah, you went Philly. You might have gone Chiefs. For which Uh, specific prop? team to get ten. Yeah, first team. No,
5: I went Chiefs. Yeah, Yeah, I went Chiefs. First team to
4: get ten. And and look, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm trying to picture this game, and I think they're gonna Philly's gonna kind of exert their will a little bit early, and then Kansas City's gonna have to you know get on their horses and get on that comeback train uh, because they're gonna have to score otherwise. That rushing attack that we were talking about that led the National Football League with what was it, 39 touchdowns? They're going to be able to handle the football. Should
5: be noted, too, that the Eagles have not trailed in the Mm -hmm. postseason. They really haven't trailed all that often in the 2022, 2023 season. Yeah.
2: They trailed 14 to nothing to some team. Mm,
5: Yeah. And then
4: it went south. (laughs) For the for the voice from the well, south,
5: <laughs> and then
2: the drop, and you know, it was the
4: rain, it was the
5: weather. And that changed in the 0 for October.
8: Yeah, it it's was- gonna be
5: fun when, when we sit down one day to write the anthology and the Jaguars' seven Super Bowl titles from twenty twenty three to twenty thirty eight, and we're gonna say, "Remember the O for October." Yeah, it's gonna be a great chapter.
4: Well, it was it was one of those when you're sitting there going, "Okay, what is who is this team going to be? Are they gonna go right back to being the same old Jags?" Or are they going to change their fortunes going forward? And you got to give them credit, man, because that that falls under the heading of keep doing what you're doing and don't give up. And you got to give them credit for being able to do it. Uh, all right. I was trying to find uh, some of these props. We'll, we'll hit a couple of these with you, JJ, uh, in the next seg just as far as what's going to go on in the halftime.
5: I'm realizing, too, Joe, we never mm-hmm. actually opened it up to our nooners on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. Let us know what you're cooking. I know we asked yesterday. We were getting everybody's favorite dips that you make for the Super Bowl. But if, if you've got a particular spread or a recipe you want to share with the good folks of 1010XL, I know myself and T-Doll and the rest of the multimedia team have been talking about, hey, we want to spotlight some of those great dishes and maybe spotlight some of the family recipes. So if you've got a good one, you can always hit us up at 1010XL on Twitter or on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures at 641-1010.
8: Oh.
1: It's a big hair. Heavy Metal Friday on XL Prime Time.
5: All right, we got a couple off the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. Are you fellows ready for some of these recipes for Super Bowl Sunday? Bring it. Big J, is going to be having Colby and Bison sliders stuffed with Applewood smoked gouda with wow. grilled pineapple and apple cider slaw.
4: Dude, that is awesome. Can you come
5: to 1010 and cook that, Big J? I'll gladly take that. That's a
6: guy who's like a chef, or used to be, or worked at some high-end restaurant. It's That's classy.
5: Flex if I've ever seen it. Uh, Six two eight five. Literally copy copied the full description of the recipe and pass it along to us. This is for three ingredient caprese dip.
8: Mm-hmm. I
5: never can pronounce that word, and I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Caprese. 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 I, 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 you'd think I'm Italian, but here we are. Block of cream cheese, half a cup of pe- basil pesto, several cherry tomatoes. I do have some of those in my fridge right now. Spread the cream cheese, bottom of the pie dish. Top it with a thin layer of the pesto. Don't need much. Super flavorful. He doesn't measure. He slash she does not measure. Then you put your cherry tomatoes cut into fourth-inch slices on top. Put it in the oven for 350 degrees at 20, oh, for, yeah. for 20 to 25 minutes until you see the cream cheese start to brown on the edges. Serve with pita chips, sourdough bread, crackers. He likes it with open-nature pita chips with sea salt. How about naan? We had a big discussion about Naan yesterday on Mm -hmm. the program. Naan makes everything better. Naan makes everything better.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I can't remember that. Yeah, I like that. Are you
2: serious? I'm kidding. It was a joke. Wait
6: till my Lebanese homie Frank gets in here. (laughs) He's with me on Naan, guaranteed.
2: (laughs) All right.
4: Uh, Rihanna, first song on stage. You can bet on that, of course.
6: I heard, before you say this. Mm -hmm. Please don't stop the music. They've changed the set list (gasps) over 30 times so far.
4: So this is definitely worth betting. Uh, this is what I came for, is the is drawing the the, the lowest number. You can get the biggest odds. I uh, hate that I love you. Uh, mm. Let's see here. You've got the dress or shirt primary color that you can bet on. Mm. Eyeshadow color you can bet on.
5: Okay. Hair color. What are the other song options? Let's I like that here. one.
4: You've got, well, you can bet the first song and the last song. So the last song is Don't Stop the Music. That might, and then Umbrella, which.
6: Umbrella. Yeah,
5: yeah hey, there's been some people hey, saying that she's hey. not going to include Umbrella. I think she absolutely is.
4: And Mahomes already said it was his favorite song. Did he?
6: Yeah. Can you
5: believe
4: well, that? And then
6: you got to play it for Pat. Yeah.
4: And so she probably will. Um, where have <laughs> yeah, you been? Have to, right? uh, Stay. We found love. Love on the brain. So you got a handful of those. Oh, sure. Uh, well,
5: we, she might start with We found love. Yeah. Yellow
4: diamond. Uh, in lipstick the sky. color. Uh, and then who makes an appearance on stage with Rihanna? Jay Z, Drake, Eminem. Um, uh, Future, Kanye, uh, a bunch of them that have been I like thrown out there. Future
5: or Eminem.
6: It certainly won't be Kanye. No. The powers that be would not allow that How about anymore. Chris Stapleton?
5: Yeah.
6: <laughs> That's not happening yeah. either. <laughs> hey, you many? know, Jay-Z is the guy who like runs the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. He's like the guy who puts together the halftime show. But
4: he's not Apple, is he? He's He's just him, right? What do you mean? Because Apple Music is putting this this whole thing together. Oh,
6: he. I'm just saying he works for the NFL. Remember yeah. like the NFL hired Jay-Z to be yeah. some like entertainment, diversity, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. So, so he, that he's like sense. in charge of the halftime show, I believe. Okay. That would make so sense. So I think that would be kind of full of yourself to bring yourself on stage at your own halftime show. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't know about
4: that. <laughs> he might say, you know what? I got an idea. Uh, me. It's me. Um, how many headlining artists will wear sunglasses? How many will be Ooh. smoking? Um, what will happen first on stage? Pyrotechnics or the umbrella uses a prop. Football uses a prop.
6: Um, wardrobe yeah, malfunction. If she's singing umbrella, you can bet your bottom dollar there will be an umbrella-ish yeah, prop yeah. used.
4: And they'll have the fake rain yeah, and course. all that stuff. So you do have the cleavage bet. You've got <laughs> uh, a, a number of other ones that involve the body <laughs> that you can bet on. Uh, total number of songs. All kinds of stuff. I mean, it doesn't end. Oh, uh, that's for sure. And then they went to the Will Chris Stapleton forget a word in the national anthem? <laughs> yeah, which is possible. I don't know, but you definitely imagine that if he did that. Yeah, wow. you can bet on that. It's Happened before. Sure. Yeah, and it's yeah. That's. I mean,
2: the way he sings, though, you may not be able to understand one of the words. So, would that be considered a miss? That's
4: I guess the thing because with they these they rule on the props, and you got to accept their ruling. Uh, so you got all that stuff.
6: Are you ever like a just to start the night out? I gotta get in a bet before the game even starts. Yes. I gotta do the heads or tails. Are you a, are that? you of a coin flip is. guy, Joe? I'm telling
4: you, I, I still so love that. used to be like it was funny because uh, one of our other guys, we would you know send money out and or someone was going out and we would always include that one. It's like we did the parlay prop yes. deal and and then we just couldn't agree on heads or tails. <laughs> <laughs> so we, as that? We just ended up Nixed abandoning it. abandoning. Well, let that me one. give you a
6: heads or tails stat yeah. that shocked me. Yeah. Out of the last six winners of the coin toss, they've all lost the Super Bowl. Oh,
4: okay. I will be paying attention to that. I don't know I'm why
6: saying. or if that – I guess maybe because they would defer. and yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to look into it, but that's just a fact. Right,
4: and it's just the, the trend that developed, which is wild.
6: I uh, love
5: the, the – what's it? It's been 10 years that the team that has won the coin toss has not won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's it was fun six. Yeah, no, so that's 2013. 2013. What...
6: Really? Yeah, that's oh, what I, I read. I no,
5: I read since 2013, the team that has won the coin toss has not won the Super Bowl.
4: Mm-hmm. I want to know uh, heads versus tails, how often they're calling That's a good one, too. Tails guy, yeah. I just would like to know. Hey,
5: uh, while we're in the weird and the wacky on a lovely Friday on XL Primetime and wrapping this puppy up, uh, I, I do want to bring this to the attention of the congregation. So, I follow the good folks at Grind City Media, which is, if you may, the 1010XL in Memphis. They cover Mm -hmm. the Grizzlies. There's kind of an in-house collaboration of sorts with them and that NBA franchise. But one of their hosts, who used to also be a local TV sports reporter like myself, Mm -hmm. apparently just had Achilles surgery. Wow. And eight days removed, she's able to live stream herself in and doing the show from her couch. She's tough. So, I'm I'm wondering –
4: I'm wondering how tough. I'm, fine. Yeah. I'm wondering. No, I'm serious. It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. You're magically healed. I don't know what it is. But it's fine. It was this actual date of the surgery that was scheduled. That was maybe. what helped it magically I mean, heal. Maybe. I love it though. I'm happy. Yeah. Because I mean if finally, whatever that remember I don't know I was out jogging on the beach yesterday. I don't yeah. know what it is. Because remember, maybe that PT guy wasn't that bad after all if he did break no, up no, something. He was oh, there no, he you go. No, no, if was he did break up something, though. No, He broke something He right, was gosh. terrible.
2: We're not, he, he broke something, <laughs> really.
4: but at least it came back. At least it's it looks it sounds like it is. Close I told to George I'm
6: convinced he did, and George yeah. is like agree, agreeing with me <laughs> <that> too. You <laughs> know, I have a dentist friend of mine that used to give is out. Is it my mom? They used to give out doctors' uh, notes for physical therapy, oh, so right. they pay it through the insurance. Yeah. Right? But then you know, recently he just got busted for insurance fraud. So. Yeah. It's a good sign, Phillips Yes, it is
4: not good. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's see
6: here. You got, I he love tries this. To slip that in. <laughs> it almost yeah. got past you. Yeah. I, thought, I thought I did get past you. You never gonna get past <laughs> Matt's unbeatable past with, with no the J. J. Side game. JK doesn't have dentist
5: friends. Come on now, outside of my mom.
4: Yeah. That's true. He, he's just an anti dentite. All right, so uh, this is a uh, menu uh, gourmet burgers, gourmet fries, gourmet brats, just because I'm a gourmet chef. Uh, how about for drinks? You ready? Uh, it's called creek juice. A mixture of Grey Goose, vodka, mayo.
6: Oh, grape- okay, what? Wait, first yeah. off, Grey Goose and vodka? Grey Goose yeah. is vodka. Yeah, just and
4: gray mayo. Goose. Yeah, yeah. Grey Goose, vodka, mayo, grape, Gatorade, and water forest uh, snacks again. He's so,
6: joking. Like, I don't know. Where does the mayo
4: go? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's called creek juice, and maybe that's the, what got it in the creek, <laughs> in the ditch, uh, when they put the mayo in there. But well, we'll find out, you know. Oh, I, could, I I, even green the great Gatorade with vodka—that's right. usually on the golf course, you know, when you have nothing else. Yeah, that's
6: what you drink when yeah. you're like
2: 17 in high school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the way, speaking of which, I saw something today. So the regular Gatorade, yeah. right? The regular yeah. drink—is it yellow or green? Originally, it is
4: was orange. It was green. The original. It's green, orange. right? Oh. Yeah.
2: It's—I mean—it's literally like people like are adamant that it's yellow. Yeah. It's I can green. see where I can see where they would say it might be a little yellowish, but it's green. You know, because it
6: started because of the
2: the prop bets. What Color
4: yeah. oh, yeah. will it be?
6: Oh yeah. The original Gatorade is green. In yeah. the early years, the Gatorade brand consisted of a single product line: Gatorade Thirst Quencher. Oh no, this is old, or this is too new. Yeah, we're You're talking around. about like the original original. Yeah, the original original. The OG. Yeah. As yeah, the kids exactly. call it, JJ.
5: By the way, we have an update to this creek uh, ye- juice. It's
6: yellowish or uh, green. It's
5: update Greek- to the creek juice. Mm. I
4: do love it. Joe,
5: what is what is Mio?
4: Mio is just like a flavor enhancer, I believe. Okay, that makes like, more uh, sense than mayo. Yeah, it's just uh, it's, and so maybe that does make it kind of <laughs> mayo. <laughs> and he said it was a typo. <laughs> um, so it's Mio instead of Mayo. I was going to say Mayo. I, I mean, it's, it's, mayo and vodka
5: and Grey Goose. As
4: soon as I saw the name Creek Juice, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I I guess it's possible that they would put, uh, you know, a little oily substance in there. But, no, it is a uh, flavor enhancer. You know, because people will take some of the, like, low calorie and yeah, they'll yeah, just no, drop yeah. a little yep, flavor enhancer yep, in there. Yep. You know, the old Crystal Light version yeah. or whatever, and then that way you're, you're cutting down on the calories. But, anyway, Mio is what he put in there. All right, thank you very much. It's XL Prime time
1: now the two-minute drill brought to you by tire outlet keeping the rubber on the road with wholesale prices and premium service tire outlet jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop
4: right frangie joins us we got the uh, frangie show ready to roll but before i mean honestly there's a debate right yeah i love debates go yeah the uh, green or yellow the original color of gator france said green yes yeah. So, uh, yes. but
10: but I but I but I but I respect the debate. I do too. I respect the debate. It's
4: so funny because like right now, you know, basically y'all are high. Yeah. Uh, original lime, lemon lime is yellow, not green. Okay. Original Gatorade is yellow, y'all. And then the high tide on the south side says, uh, "Original OG Gatorade is definitely green, yellow." Yeah. Crayola yeah. doesn't lie. He actually put the colors of the Crayola. But the color's the no different
10: category. now than ever was. Yeah. It's right. the same color. Right. What do yeah. you call it? When you say when you when you're out on the golf course, you got eight cigars. Yeah. And you got your 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 Cocktails are waiting after, but you just you're hot. Yeah. What do you? What do you? And she, and and you, the car you, girl says, and the, what car, color? And the car girl says, "Well, can I can't get a Gatorade? And she says, "What color? What do you say?" Green. Well, that's green. what no, I'm yeah. saying. I, mean, I totally
2: say yellow. Good. I
5: say yellow. No, yeah. you don't. Yeah,
4: you don't yeah, say, do. yellow. No, you say yellow. No, because
2: yellow is the citrus
10: cooler.
4: Yeah.
5: Right. I but, say yellow, or I say orange. To be quite frank, that's usually so, what well, well, I to. Yeah.
4: One of the other guys had a drink for the Super yeah. Bowl. We called yeah. it Creek Juice, and it was vodka and Gatorade. Yeah. Purple Gatorade. I'm like, no, you, you put that on the golf course. You know, that's when you pull it yeah. out of your bag, yeah. some old Gatorade bottle, pour vodka can,
10: over it. Can't tell a story. Yeah. Go for it. So we're at the UNF game last night. Mia was working sidelines, and and we did our show there. And Matt, you'll appreciate this. I want you to appreciate this. Uh, we heard there's going to be appearance. There's an appearance, and I don't know if there's an appearance fee or not, but there's big news, big news, beautiful news, big news. We heard Cowart was coming. Okay, Did you know, did you know this? Time? I heard this. Well, so listen, so the greatest question of all was, hey, is Cowart going to be with the media pass working, or is he going to be sitting in the suite? Working. Maybe the Working. dumbest question of all time. Man, man, I mean, if there's going to be a suite with drinks, Cowart's not there. Cowart might have been hosting the damn thing. Okay, have a Red Solo Company. Yeah. Of course he is. In. I mean, so so I so I'm not making this up. I got a little chuckle. Yeah. I said because they made him a press. You know, they made you a press yeah, which credential. Which I was very. Appreciative Did you see it? Okay. I really was. Thank you, it's Josh. Bro- you the man. Bro- 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 and Brock and Josh yeah. made him a press. Yeah. Joe Cowart's walking up when there's a suite and <laughs> booze, and he's going to. He needs a press credential. Yeah. It, it was the greatest moment. It was, even, even if he did take the
2: press, yeah. he would have somehow finagled his way. Of course, he would have. And, yes. and you
10: know what? And they'd all gravitate. He'd been telling stories. They'd all be around him. He's the king. I looked so when the king the table shows up there, yesterday, and I'm like. Yeah, of
5: <laughs> course was, he does. What was the spread last uh, night up in the suite? Yeah, it was nice. It's so, a really, very nice little spread.
10: Sandwiches, you know, sliders, yeah. some and, and pasta honestly, salad.
4: Nice. All, yeah. all, it really was a nice yeah. spread. Yeah. Uh, cold beer, all the good yeah, ones. so. You know,
6: any naan. Started, yeah,
4: any naan. Yeah. That's what we got to ask Frank about. Non. Do you know what right. naan is?
10: I don't. What? Well, I don't. I don't.
6: I, that's like it's like the the it's little. A, it's like East Indian bread, right? Yeah, bread oh. that ah, they I they thought stick for to the sure side. Of you would the, know it. Don't it's don't
10: know. like a to thicker side of
2: tortilla the, uh, bread. I don't. I didn't know. No, it. they make. It, they stick know. it to the side of the. Uh, the... Cauldron, I guess, uh, is the best way I, I do it. You do. have I it at, like, in, Indian restaurants? You eat it
4: up, yeah. you pull it out of there. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I know it. Like well, burnt bread. I, I I Not burnt bread. I know good, I know good tasty bread. Who you like in the Super Bowl? Who you good like? Uh, I, I'm, I'm telling Hayes just a second ago, I'm like, I want to ask everybody so I can hear enough of yeah. one team, I'm going to go the other way. Yeah. I'm on the Chiefs side.
10: Okay, who do you like? Eagles. How about you? Chiefs. Yeah, I like the Chiefs too, but it's the hardest one to pick. If in, I mean, sometimes we pick and get it wrong, but you always, by midweek, know who you're picking. I've been back and forth on this. Last like, year was difficult yeah, to like, it was, but I, I uh, allow the
4: point and a half. Yeah, yeah. Well, how close it is. That uh, correct. You know? And I and I,
10: look if it's a fight in a phone booth, the Eagles are gonna win. If right. the Chiefs can turn into a track me, they win. 38 31, so the Chiefs win. Uh 27 21, the Eagles, the Eagles win. Right? Yeah, That's the probably. Game, so, so.
4: And it's so funny because we minimize, you know, how good that offense that the Eagles have. They led the league in rushing touchdowns. They had two receivers over a thousand yards, you know, all this stuff. But I'm just going experience, Frank. Andy Reid versus Sirianni, Mahomes versus Hurts. And, and, and that you know may I mean. be
10: the difference in the game. So, yeah. we've got all that coming up and a
2: whole lot more in just a bit. Thanks, guys. Thank sounds you. good, Frank. So, you're going, you're going experience. I'm going dudes. Yeah. The and, and Eagles have more dudes.
4: Right. There's nothing wrong now with that Now, the Chiefs might
2: have the two best dudes. Right. No
8: doubt about that. And,
4: and, and the one thing that I'm I'm close, you know, I'm worried about this part of it, that you could come up short on this, is those injuries. Those injuries, particularly right. to the receiving core. Right. But I just think those running backs are going to get going. Obviously, Kelsey's going to get going. And anyway, it should be great. It All I know
5: fine. is uh, we just had Taylor Dahl send us our in-house 1010XL squares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Yeah. I got five and five. Oh, and one. I don't know about this one, Jim. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Well,
4: go with. Go with. Oh. oh, thank you, Tony. Go with 3130. Go with 2110. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Okay. work work. Uh, the fives. I, I can't help you. <laughs> Hey, I don't know about those.
2: You might be on your own with the
8: podcast. Yeah, but Yikes. the other
4: ones. All right, uh, we are out. Uh, we're not going to take it. Go have yourself a great weekend. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, enjoy the ball. Watch the Super Bowl commercials if you want. Don't if you don't. Um, but uh, hit us on Monday with all your thoughts. Uh, we had a great time this week. Josie, M.O.B. Me, O'Brien, Maddie Hayes, Big Circe, and JJ. We send you out with our anthem on Friday.
8: Come on, Joe, that ain't good enough. You gotta slap the blood out my mouth. Let's go, baby! Whoa!